Blog Talk Radio. Panelists on at this moment, we do have with us Murchies. Good evening to you, Murchies. Let's talk over the music today. Uh, good evening to you. And good evening to you, Donna. Good evening to you, Donna. And to Jenny. Donna has left us. Murchies, Donna. Hi, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening to you, Dennis, as well. You're all aboard. Yes. So why don't we do this in the meantime? Because we have quite a long show lined up for us to give. So we're going to just go right into the Lord's Prayer, the Heavenly Father. We thank you for this opportunity you have afforded us. We pray that the show will go on without any interruptions whatsoever. We pray for the ones who are struggling with ill health. We pray that we will have... Um, the ones who are with us that help us each and every day that they too may be blessed and we pray for the ones who are struggling with ill health, namely Dr. Leroy Lashley and his daughter Lisa Bob Z and Murchis Nisbet, Connie Whitley, Eddie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, Murchis again, Nisbet and El Camino Willett, Robert Ralston Otto, Wentworth Francis and Telbert and Francis, my two brothers, Dennis Kelman, Joseph Guntrip, Mona Daniel, Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, and Dr. Roger Brown, as well as Virgil Francis' son. 
and Mr. Linford McKenzie. We pray that you may just touch them, heal them, Lord. We ask that you just bless each and every person that is appearing on our show and ask that the show go on without any interruption. In your precious name we pray. Amen. We just want to extend a warm welcome to Hyacinth all the way from London, England. Good evening to you, Hyacinth. We have Good evening. On, we have Donna on, and we have Dennis on, and yours truly. So why don't you say hello to those folks, and we'll just go right into the outline. Good hello. Yeah. Good evening, everyone, and hello to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Have a wonderful day. Good evening. Good evening, Welcome. Okay. Good evening. Nice to have you back. Oh, yes. I just came running in. I've just, <laughs> <laughs> I just have been out all day. I just got in. Oh, yeah. you're playing. You're playing soccer. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, no, it's Windrush. It, you know, it's seventy-five years of Windrush. Oh. So I went to yes. Yeah, so I went to a service in Leicester. Went to Leicester for service all day. All the way to Leicester. Yeah, all the way to Leicester. We left at like at eleven this morning. You know, just about got back. It was. A service and then after you know like a gathering and it was a wonderful day it was really nice you know yes, people from different places Ireland and all sort of people came over and it was a good celebration the oh, 75 man. years of the wind 75 years for the wind you know since mm-hmm. well people been coming before that but it's when the first boat came over after the war Okay. Yeah, and it was good. It was very, very good. So I just very got in. Amen. Yes. Bless your heart. Well, why don't we just go right to the outline? The ICC World Cup qualifiers are in progress. And yesterday, the West Indies suffered a shock defeat, being defeated by Zimbabwe by some 35 run scores. Zimbabwe, 268. West Indies 233. England versus Australia in the first test of the Ashes series. England 393 for 8 declared and 273. Australia 385 and 282 for 8. We have the scorecard and this is the first of the five series. Matches that are going to be played, the other one begins on the 28th and then followed by the 6th of July and then the 19th of July and finally July the 27th. The Indian women women are in town as well, in England, I mean, and they also engage in Ashes series. They will be playing how many matches? They're going to play three Give you the exact. They're going to play one test match and uh, three ODIs as well as three T20s during the 22nd to July the 18th. And the first test match is in progress at the end of the fourth day. England women 463 and 100. Well, Australia 473 and 255. England women 463 and 116 for five. That's the closer play at the end of day four. Should get a result in that tomorrow. The the Indians are due to tour the West Indies starting July the 12th 
and they'll run until August the 13th. They will be playing two test matches, third and three ODIs as well as two, five T20s. Three test matches, three ODIs, and a five T20s. Yes, a little bit of shuffling there. <coughs> and of course, the defeat by the Westerners will did not go down well with many. And Afghanistan are touring Bangladesh, will be touring Bangladesh. They will play one test match, three ODIs and T, two T20s, June the 14th to July the 16th. And the first match was won, test match, first and only match was test match was won by Bangladesh by 546. Then the ODI begins on July the 5th. Continuing on the 8th, the 11th, 14th, and the 16th. Pakistan are due to tour Sri Lanka. They were playing two test matches, July the 11th to July the 28th. And the T20 Blast is in progress over there in England. They're playing some 133 T20s starting May the 20th. And we'll see on July the 15th, we have the, the two um, stand-ins. The two stand-ins will, will give those to you a little later on, time permitting. And the Tamil Nadu Premier League is, is in progress as well. They will play in 32 T20s from Jan, June the 12th until July the 12th. And in keeping with the Duleep Trophy that is played in India, we're playing five test matches July the 20th, or June 28th to July the 16th. We'll give you more on that a little later on as well. We just want to just take some time out to name the Leeward Islands under 19 squad. Uh, they'll be taking part in the the West Indies under-19 tournament, and we don't give these teams enough publicity, so I'm going to just take time out to name the team. And the, the tournament starts July the 2nd and will go to August the 2nd. The team for the Leewards are Carlton, Carlton, or Carlin, Bowen Tuckett, he's the captain, he hails from Nevis, Joel Andrew, the vice-captain, from Antigua, Michael Greaves from Antigua, and Nathan Edwards from St. Martin, Micah McKenzie from Antigua, Michael Palmer from St. Martin, Yannick Watley from Antigua, Ojani Emery from Nevis, Amarius Harris from St. Martin, Shamikwa Lamfoot from St. Martin, Malik Walsh from Antigua, Tynik Honro from St. Martin, Kimberly Nisbet from Nevis, Kiman, the uh, Andre Drew from St. Kitts. The management unit unit is as follows: Terry Adams, head coach; Pernell Joseph, the manager; and some Will, and some reserve players are Will and Cornwall, Cornwall Jr. Antigua. Randall Longbill from St. Martin, Parik Charles from Antigua, 
Nehemiah Young from Montserrat, Zayu Henry from Sinkage, and Ronald Williams from Sinkage. So those, that's the team that is selected for the Leeward Islands. We'll be appearing in the, on the 19th tournament. We wish them well. And some other news, well, we'll give you those in due course, but just, and that's about all of it we have for you, and, and um, if I'm correct this evening, Dennis, we are going to be introducing our new panelist, Mona Lee. That's correct. And we, did we get, no, I thought it was, no, I believe that's next week. Next week, okay. We will, yeah. folks, we just have an addition to our panel, Ms. Mona Lee Patel, and she's going to be coming on, and she is out of Canada, and we're going to be broadening our horizons by introducing her. So that's what we have for the folks this evening in terms of that, and we do have Jatin on, so Dennis, why don't you pick it up? Yes, Leon, um, we have a couple of minutes before we call on the court, but I just wanted to um, elaborate a little bit. Uh, Hyacinth mentioned the Windrush celebrations, and I think that for the benefit of our listeners who are not familiar with that, the Windrush was a merchant ship that was used to transport uh, people from the Caribbean to the UK after the war to assist with the rebuilding of the UK. And uh, they came. The, the unfortunate thing about the Windrush situation is that many of those who came up to the UK from the Caribbean did not require at the time to be British citizenship, and they, they were automatically citizens of the UK. But somewhere in the late 60s or 80s or 90s, there were some group of politicians who deemed that those people who could not prove they had arrived uh, in the UK other than by the Windrush, they would be deported. And so the Windrush generation became a talking point and, of course, uh, shame on the UK government. And now the Windrush has become a very, very important to peoples of the Caribbean. So that's what it's all about. The anniversary, 75 years since the Windrush came to... Um, the island to the UK. So I thought that might be just a little tit bit of information there, and I'm sure if anyone else has any more information, they can always share it. But for now, you, let's move. Okay, go let's ahead. go right into JT. Time for yeah. Well, let Let's go on to the um, coach's corner, yes, uh, the cricket show, USA, the Cricket Hall of Fame, USA and the American Cricket Education Council, ASEC. Pleased to welcome the weekly joint collaborative broadcast of the Coaches' Corner. The objective of the Coaches' Corner is to provide coaching education and expert views, information, oral and practical assistance, while helping to educate those seeking to understand and to become actively involved in the sport of cricket nationally and internationally. The segment of the Coaches' Corner run from 6.15 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will feature Jason Patel, Cricket Hall of Famer and multi-sport coach, administrator and director of the 
Cricket Hall of Fame. Coach, good afternoon to you and welcome to another edition of the Cricket Show. Good evening, everyone. Good evening to you, Coach. There will be some noise behind because I'm driving today, so I'll do my best. But uh, if uh, anyone hears a little bit noise, that's because of the road. So let's carry on. Okay. Thank you, Coach. Coach, confidence can be defined as an assurance of mind. Confidence being our topic for this week. How does this matter in sporting situations? We normally call it that the player has to believe in themselves, right? That is what self-confidence is. The other way to say, if the players are being prepared for any sports, we usually tell them, you got to believe in yourself. And then you decide, you must have a desire, like, I will do it, I can do it. That kind of thing, right? So let's say, simple example, if you are committed to play the longer inning, then you got to start with your vision and mission and goal right in the mindset frame that I can do it. And when the day comes, you have to prove it. You must change that I can do it too. I will do it. Now, when you have those sort of commitment, means you are going with self-confidence. Normally, in general, we call it self-confidence is your 50% success. But that self-confidence has a thin line which the player has to understand what happens if you turn into the overconfidence. You'll be on the losing side or failure side. And at the same time, the other side of the line, we call it no confidence. Well, it's the same story. It's a disaster, right? The failure comes. So that is what the confidence with the self-confidence has a very thin line in a performance world. doesn't matter of sports we talk. Thank you, Coach. Self-reliance, Coach, how much priority can a team place on any one individual? Well, again, this is the belong to the team sport. When you play for the team, it is always you need to have enough confidence for yourself first, I would say. And at the same time, you must have confidence in your teammates to work together, to go through whatever the team's plan you have. Now, when we look into team situations, especially in cricket world, it is very difficult. And whenever this thing happens, let's say, with the commitment from the player or players, you can see the outcome. And that is what we are going to discuss today how it has been impacted in past, what happened, and that sort of thing. Like, uh, I can give you one simple example. There's uh, Aussie's first test in England, right? If you consider this game, there is a two-point or two-situation or two-critical condition people are talking right now. Let's say England side. People are competing the two points. One, why they declare at that score? They could have played, right? Continue, and they have added another 40, 50 runs, and outcome could have been changed. 
right? So that's one situation. Another situation on England side is on the last day, when you grab that eight wicket with the two more tail enders remaining and you have 50 plus runs to go, what happened? England was in a different situation, let's say this way. England had an opportunity to grab the ninth wicket and put the pressure on, but did not work out. And at the same time, look at the other side of the performance. As Australia, the ninth wicket partnership is definitely 180 degrees apart from the England situation in the last dozen overs, I would say, before that uh, game was decided. Because that is the what Australia came back from hopeless situation or no hope turned into the situation of winning because that was the fighting spirit there. There was a commitment, right? So these are the different things when you look at it or when you experience. is a clear example of what we're talking today. Is it a self-confidence, low confidence, overconfidence? These are the three barriers of the game. Okay, coach. Um, collectively or individually, is there such a thing as overconfidence? This is a common uh, thing happening. I can give you plenty of examples on this one. What happens here is that people uh, do have a great amount of self-confidence. Let's take it this way. I'll give you an example too. But beyond that, the entire team, when they work well or happen something well, and all of a sudden they see that opponents are weak, or this is something we can easily beat them, kind of confidence, and it drags them to offline, we call it, towards the overconfidence. And what happens here, if everyone thinks, I will go out and do it, but not serious, and you lose one at a time, and by the time you lose 10 wickets, there is no one out left there to take care of the business, right? Let's take one uh, a simple example from that, uh, I think, 35 World Cup. Let's look at this one, positive way. West Indies lost all frontline batsmen against the Dennis Lilly, right? What happened? One man saw, Alvin Kalichan came out, he batted well, right? And he dragged West Indies out of trouble with his 74, right? He put the good totem. He aggressively retaliated against the Dennis Lilly, who was in form. He was on the song at that day, right? He had a good analysis until he faced Alvin Kalichan, and things changed. Now, the reason I'm telling you this one, because it has a reflection. It has a reflection. Where? We are going back to 1983. By the way, today is the 40 years since that World Cup when India beat West Indies, the two-time defending champion. And uh, this is my example comes here. It was a low task. India was all out for 182. Now, don't forget, that was the 60-over game. For the West Indies... Every player thinks this is the reachable. This is the easy target. We are making more runs than what we need. And what happened? Absolutely, let's take the one wicket, maybe a little bit uh, difficult moment or things happen. But after that, 
we don't see every batsman went out there tried something but did not able to keep continue in a situation where they drag the team out to be specific after greenish got out Vivian Richards has a different uh, mindset let's say he started working on it he started attacking on it he tried his best to pull out of the trouble until he got out but after that every other batsman got into the pressure right so what happens what we see as outside or in my opinion that they were have more confidence they had won two world cups and this is the third one and if you compare the numbers yes under 200 with the 60 overs it's a probably piece of cake but at the same time you got to need to have at least one or two batsmen just like the kalichand is in 75 someone could have stayed there longer time with the commitment to put at least 50 60 70 something on board top of that what happens here i think halfway they did little bit difference after the half the later all leaders and baller tried their best but they were not in position to tackle with the pressure right so we cannot blame but over here the mindset is the biggest thing that everyone has to understand is not about the low target high target where we situation what situation we call it in a simple way in a soccer world game is not over until it's over what happens you score three goals carry on until 80 minute and all of a sudden you feel okay 10 more minutes left and we are three up game is in our pocket no 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 anything can happen and when you have that sort of thinking starts what happens you are losing that confidence right you are in over confidence like hey we played well for 80 minutes what does the team going to do in 10 minutes no if somebody good at it they will turn around the game and it does happen i can give you another example we had seen plenty of time there is a two situation i think one is a good one it's happened in uh, i believe in west indies in 1971 series i believe it was a port of spain trinidad test match when the west indies asked india to reach in a fourth inning 400 plus runs that was the first time in history if you look at it 400 plus runs you have to make to win the test but at that time the situation was what the old days of test was everyone expecting that india had going to have a hard time to face the west indies lineup in bowling and probably they can defend 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 and pull the game into the draw no it's come out other way one or two good innings by the indian batsmen things changed and they were able to score 400 plus right there is another situation i can give you example i believe it's a calcutta when australia made the follow on to india let's say they made the heavy run in the first inning they forced the follow on right 200 plus runs in a pocket what happened that's a huge partnership between Julius Lakshman and Rahul Dravid put on a huge score and eventually in that case Australia end up losing it now these things can happen but why it happened if we look at the outside is we call it we lost little bit seriousness at some point during the game 
and the players believe like, oh, this is the easy one now. You don't need to work hard. We got it. It's over, right? But it's not. And that is what these are becomes very critical. And in the today's world, when we see that this test matches, a lot of time when we see the game is getting over on a third day or fourth day, I believe one of the team losing the confidence and let it go. They believe there is no point to fight. Thank you, Coach. Overconfident it is. Um, Leon or anyone else on? Yes. The, uh, uh, yeah. Panel? Well, let's let's say hello to Ivor first. I don't know if he has a question. If not, I will. I have one. Ivor. Seems as if he's not in position. But Coach, how important? Okay. Let let's put it this way. How how support can improve your confidence? Your confidence. Especially if you have a huge home crowd support, like what happened in Zimbabwe yesterday. When the West Indies played, they were heckling, they were heckling uh, hard, quite a bit. And to my surprise, he played one of the most awful shots I've seen in cricket for a long time. He looked ugly. But my question to you, how can you get back your confidence? When a crowd supposedly is against you and everything you do, they, they heckle you, they boo you. How can you get back here? You understand my question? Well, it's, it's a good one. I haven't seen this game. I just watched the highlight last night. And uh, looking at the highlight, I will say, West Indies let it go this game, to be honest with you. This game and the target was reachable, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at those couple of dismissals, where they played against the spinner or some of the dismissals when they tried different things to do, like a reverse sweep. It mm-hmm. is or it was not necessary at that point. Coming back to it, I will not name it, but this four or five frontline batsmen we have invested in this team, I will say they need to a little bit calm down. You don't need to go with that attitude that if it is my day, I need to start with ball one and start hitting sixes. No, that's not the game about. I will say go out there. If you are a good batter and if you have confidence in hitting those sixes, I will suggest go out there. Let's get a couple of balls. Initially look for the rotating strike or boundaries rather than the aerial shots. That's one thing. Number two, when you got this couple of good touches and if you feel the ball is coming really well on the bat, you are able to middle the bat, okay, start hitting it. <laughs> Over here, what I see, when the batsmen are getting out cheaply with a single digit and getting out in a number of delays or also is a single digit, okay, there is a serious problem, I would say. It doesn't matter how good batter you are or batsman you are or how much confidence you have, it has nothing to do with it. Why don't we just go out there, face the challenge, get accustomed with the system, I will say, the situation. Get used to, get the feeling, get the confidence, and then start what it is, right? What happened here, when you lose those battles, and now you're going middle order and tail-enders and all-rounders, and now they are getting frustrated, right? It becomes the anxiety into these players because they believe, 
Our front line guys didn't do it, so this is a difficult moment for us. So what they do? They take all possible risks. We've seen it. Against the spinner, you are covering all storms and taking a reverse sweep. I don't think those kind of uh, decisions is important in the game. You are down. Why don't we just keep continuing until we settle down, right? We had enough uh, deliveries to come, right? And uh, by the way, this is not a new story. If we go back, I believe last time, four years back or before Corona, I still remember, West Indies had a barely beat Zimbabwe because of this uh, DLS method to qualify. And yeah. now we are going in the same situation. Because uh, I believe this uh, Super 6 is now already confirmed. We got uh, uh, Zimbabwe at the top in this group. Then you got the Netherlands and West Indies at three in this particular group. Now we have two more games left, but that decision has nothing to do with it. These three teams are already qualified. In Group B, same situation. You got the Sri Lanka, Scotland, and I believe Oman are three gonna already qualified. I would say the other two games not gonna make any difference. So now the situation is here. If we consider. West Indies had a tough time against Nepal, too. Uh, again, even USA, they beat them like 30-plus runs, but this will have done much better. In uh, other words, the way I compare the West Indies, let's take the Sri Lanka. Look at their performance. They are outscoring the other team. They are beating teams comfortably with a bigger margin, and that is what you need because these are the qualifiers. So what it will return into, I will say, West Indies has to fight back. We got, I believe, three more games in Super 6, and if they can reach the top two. Now remember, out of these six teams in a Super 6, only two will qualify, right? Mm-hmm. So it's getting serious business now. Yes. But, but JJ, my question is, my question was, really, when a player is echoed, especially on the boundary line. He, obviously, his confidence is not up. Now, I'm asking you, how do you get back that confidence when the crowd is against you and you you are down because you're nervous? How would you get it back? It's a very, it's a very, I got it, I got it very, very come to this kind of situation. You have to understand the game itself, and uh, it's a part of our life. We call it, we live moment by moment. How about that, right? So in that situation, whatever happened or whatever is gone, is gone. We are not supposed to think about too much, and that's the rule number one if you want to gain back the confidence. If you have made mistakes or if the things did not go well for you in that moment, I will say you have to consider to do better for the next moment. If what happens is we got the same opportunity again, no, I don't want to be fail again. I'm going to turn around the other way, grab that opportunity, and make sure I put the effective outcome. That is the one thing. If you have made mistake, you don't want to repeat the mistake. Like if you have dropped the catch, well, it's gone. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But the next one, you have to be a little bit more serious and get in the groove and make sure that you're doing right, right? And that is what 
comes from the confidence, but the confidence is also related to your thought process. What's going on in your mind? Are you distracted, right? Are you are still frustrated? Are you are still anger, right? So those are the factors you need to tackle. Now, these are not a solution, I call it, because every player is different. Every player thinks different way, and every player has a different way to get back to normal, we call it, right? So it's your own strength. It's within your capacity to turn back and bring the confidence back. Coach, um, Leon asked a question about individual player on the boundary being um, uh, heckled somewhat and uh, seemed to think that possibly it interferes with their confidence. But my question in that same vein is, can an opponent or the opposition team generate or influence overconfidence during a sporting event? They do, because when we look into the professionalism, means the players with a lot of experience and expertise, they are more on a reading, we call it the body language, right? Whatever happening, whatever you're thinking, it's automatically reflects on your face, we call it, right? So when the player is under pressure, when the player is confused, when the player is distracted, when the uh, player has lost his confidence. Now, these are the all things the player will display through his body language first. And then the secondary side is their action, maybe speaking or doing something physically. That happens. Going back to the Leon's question on that one, I can give you the hint if somebody is playing and if you are at the boundary line and having a lot of distraction coming from the crowd, then I will say the simplest way to do is think yourself. You are not in that position very close to spectators to listen from them. They are talking behind you, not in front of you. You are in the game where the ball is in front of you. Think about it. Stay focused concentrate. Yes, I know that. If it is a crowd is crazy, noisy, it's a lot of distraction and disturbance to you. Now in that one, you got to learn the tough trade. How to become deaf. Means you want to listen only thing you like to listen, which is your teammates and what's doing in the game or what's happening about the game. That's a positive attitude we call it. Anything else, I will just ignore it. Don't listen. And even you listen, don't pay attention. Even you pay attention, don't get into thinking process. Just ignore it. Like it does not exist. If you can do it, you can perform. Dennis, can you follow? Yes. Coach, as a coach, and you observe uh, one of your players is affected by the code heckling. Do you send out any message to him or a bottle of water or something and send a message to tell him how to react or tell you tell the captain to move him from that position and put him closer? First of all, yeah, first of all, this such situation is supposed not to be in the game. Let me tell you honestly. 
as mm. a part of the practice and when you are playing friendly games or warm up games or intra squad games or something mm. uh the coaches normally train their players how to deal with those situations the usually normal process is definitely i'm with you on a glass of uh, water or bottle water that's okay but at the same time there is another process we call it the deep breathing when the things are not going your way the way you like you have to take moments off take a deep breath and start thinking over so it's not something we need to look into but if the players are getting used to with this process right and if they are able to control themselves before the big game then you don't need to do something in big game they'll be used to and that is what usually sometimes happen you see when the batsman is bitten or get hurt or something they usually walk off from their standing position right they walk off out of the crease out of the pitch and then came back after a moment or so the deep breathing process and taking a little bit off focus from the situation those are the healing techniques the most of the professional sports use okay any any call any questions from the listening audience panelists okay let me try getting virgil go ahead okay coach how how do you avoid being overconfident is it something you can do is a usually let's be specific on cricket and soccer that is what my experience and expertise is i would say if you dealing with the team situation do not take any challenge lightly period do not take opponents lightly because this is a competitive sport anything can happen one player can turn around the game for you right because remember player can win the game to win the championship you need a team i prefer not the player i need the team so all 11 players need to fight for it how long we going to fight for it until game is really over game is not over until it's over just like that anything upcoming like a, this is the small score or opponents are weak couple of players are injured and they're not doing well it has nothing to do with it can you stick with the simple rule we're going to fight for it we're going to keep continue doing our hard work right until we win it that's all it matters if you can do it it all goes well so it's all about when the team is going in to take the field it may take few minutes either uh, normally nowadays the captains are the usually talks these things not the coaches coaches usually prepare the captain about the situation and the coach of this captain is the one telling the teammates what is our plan what we got to do how we going to stick together right so it it's a process is very simple it is not a rocket science but it's a common sense we call it that they have to follow simple rule we are in for the game and if we are here for the win why don't keep doing hard work until we really win don't take it lightly anything that it's the pitch condition crowd other team 
low score performance no it has nothing to do with it. our job is to go out there do our best until we win okay thank you coach any questions from the panel panelists okay coach how, how does mental health influence confidence or does mental health influence confidence Hundred percent. This is all part of the your mental strength and coming from the mindset forces. How stronger you are, good at to controlling your own mind. This thing can be easy, right? And that is how these things are directly related in a mindset process. All right. Question. In what situation, coach, do you see overconfidence in sporting events? Can you give us a little picture? See, nowadays we see so many games, right? And uh, uh, let me give you a good example on T20 side. We have seen a lot of uh, games lately where the things can change after 10 overs, let's say. The team is up. They might have grabbed like four or five wickets in top 10 overs, and the team may be running at six or seven runs per average something. And all of a sudden, you see one or two batters come from the later rankings, and they put on uh, big scores, and things can change around. Uh, if I recall it, in a recent IPL, we had a maybe half dozen incidents, the team doing well, started well, they bowled well initially, and then uh, other team came back to have a fighting total. And the team who was initially doing really good in the first 10 overs end up losing the game. So those are the things can happen because the players are reading this game different way, I call it. The most of the players look at the scores, and nowadays everyone knows what that team can do, what are the potential capabilities they carry within the team like that. But unfortunately, the fact that comes when you set up that confidence, like what my teammates can do, if one or two teammates get failed, everyone gets under the pressure. So usually the overconfidence is not at the beginning of any game, I would say. It starts at the south point during the game, and that can escalate as the uh, game processes. And eventually, you come to the point where you feel there is no way to bounce back now. So that's what it, that is what the players need to control to keep continuing without taking any expectation or anticipation based on the situation. Okay. Again, any questions from panelists? Panel? No, no, no more from me. Okay, cool. No, no, I'm trying to get for Jill. No, Donna has one. Donna, do you have one? A question? Donna? No. No. Coach? Coach, can you describe any situation where... I heard Donna trying to come in. 
I said no, I don't have any questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, thank you. Okay, Coach, can you describe any situation where overconfidence has resulted in a negative or a positive result? I believe there is no positive uh, result at all when you get into the overconfidence. But you have plenty of examples where you can see Kim took it lightly or Kim took uh, the moment as a lightly as they end up losing. That is what it happened. So it's like uh, you have to be good enough to control that confidence side, right? Keep self-confidence, believe in yourself is a good, but don't cross that line where you end up on the negative side. Okay, Coach. Uh, there's not much more on uh, the Confidence, so if you want to give us a brief summing up of overconfidence and confidence, and then we can wrap up this session of uh, the coach's corner. I would say it does not matter what level you play this game. If you are a player, no doubt you must carry the self-confidence, believe in yourself. That's a key. But at the same time, any moment during the game, or any time during the game, you should not lose enough or believe like, I don't need to worry about it. You know, it will happen. It will, things go the other way. No, you keep continue what you're supposed to do. Do not take anything lightly and keep fighting till the end. The reason for that, when you change that mood and momentum from the self-confidence towards our confidence, you are automatically underperforming. Not just underperforming, you are putting yourself under the pressure, and as well as your team will be under pressure, then the things doesn't go right. And that what causes the problem. So it's basically, I would say, stick with the self-confidence. Do not drag yourself towards overconfidence or no confidence or low confidence. You have to stick with it, right? And when you come into this situation, it's not about just you. See your teammates, how they are doing it, what they're doing it. If they need confidence, yes, provide them the moral environment, or you motivate them, inspire them, whatever it takes. You need to keep them in the game to keep continuing until you achieve the goal. And that, that is the most important thing on the confidence side. When you play the team sport, it's all about you, how much you believe in yourself, and at the same time, how you help your teammates to do the same thing. If you can do it, yes, as a team, you can be on the winning side. Okay, Coach, thank you. One final question here. Does age and maturity influence confidence? 100%. Mature players with a lot of experience, let's say, right? Because they have experience, so they become the expert. At the young age, it's very difficult because they are not being exposed. They are not being experienced with the situation. And the unfortunate thing is it's very hard to convince the young player. When you're looking at, let's say, under-14 player, it's very difficult 
to explain these confidence matters. It takes a while. But more they uh, grow I'm, up. I'm hearing. When, they pick up the, when, when they pick up the age, by the time they have a lot of experience with it, so means they have a lot of setbacks. And the biggest challenge I can tell you, age-wise understanding is uh, definitely difficult for the young players, but the mature and adult players can easily pick up that process. But at the same time, the key factor, the second side of that situation is, are we learning from those experiences? And in that case, young players have the more advantage because whenever they see the failures and setbacks, they are learning where the adults don't. So in terms of when you say you learn something, are you repeating same mistake? You will not see that much, uh, that difficult time in a youth player, but in adults, you do. Thank you, Coach. So thank you for your insights, your knowledge and experience. And we invite you to join us again next week at the same time, right here on the Cricket Show. There is no doubt that Coach Patel have answers to the questions you have been asking. The question that says, how did he do that? Or why did he do that? Maybe you will say, I am going to do that the next time. Thanks again, Coach. And uh, we encourage you. you to drive safely and look forward to you joining us again after our rest. Yeah, I'm joining at again. Right. I'm going to take a quick dinner and we'll join back again. Thank you, guys. Okay. Thank you, Coach. Talk to you again later. Thank you so much, Coach. Thank you so much. We want to just welcome Orly. Good evening to you, sir. Orly must be muted. Hello, Orly. Orly. Yeah, Orly. Okay, so we just put on the music. Leon, let me bring him in again. Yeah, I have him. Oh, oh, he got cut off. Welcome to you, Audley. Good evening. He's in the panel, I don't know. He... Good evening to you, Audley. Yes. yes. Right, I'm hearing you loud and clear now. Good evening. Yeah. Good evening, Julian. Okay. And it's good evening to all our listeners, our fellow panelists, and... Um, for listeners around the world, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. Yes, it's a wonderful Sunday evening in my neck of the woods. Yeah, but, uh, we got to the low 90s today. So, hey, I mean, low, low 80s, low 80s, the low 80s. All right. 
So should I just go with the inside yes, edge? With the inside edge, and go right into okay. your basket. Okay, the, uh, okay, the inside edge for the day. Oh, recently, um, Joe Root was out, pumped, for the first time in in his career of 131 test matches. And he, so far, has scored 11,168 runs before he was stumped. But guess what? He's not number two in the list. Guess who is on top? Uh, let me start with number three. Graham Smith, former captain of South, South Africa, Africa, of course. He made 8,800 runs before he was out stumped for the first time in his test career. And, of course, Joe Root, 1, I mean 11,168 runs before he departed for the first time out stumped in his test cricket career. But sitting at top is one Mr. Shibnarain Shandapal, 11,414 runs before he got out being stumped in test cricket. So, so it's Graham Smith, Joe Root, and Shibnarain Shandapal sitting at the top as the players that have made the most runs, one, two, three, or three to one, how you want it, before they were out in test cricket being stumped. Here we got it. The inside edge. Mm-hmm. All right, so you, so you want to, we are still about yeah, three minutes right away from there. So you, yes. you, you, you want to play some music just in case anybody yeah, comes okay. in a little, yeah. a little late. Play, play the yes, TV okay. one and let us enjoy a little bit of it. Or wherever, whichever one you play. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. 
it's the time of the evening when we take a look at the cricketing fraternity and we say happy birthday or happy anniversary. Or uh, it's a time where you can also call in with your birthday, your well wishes, your anniversaries, or just give us a call. It's 515-605-9850. 515-605-9850. Welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. And as we go along, we get an, uh, I'll give you an uh, occasional footnote. Yes, as we go along. For instance, today is the 25th of June. And um, Mr. Patel has been along there, you know, this is disseminating a lot of information. And we have a lot of two big days for the Indian cricket team today. So back yes. in, back in uh, 1932, it was the 25th of June that India played their first test match, yes, they began the test career, so to speak, <laughs> um, 1932 against England, and today is 91 years since they start their test, start playing test cricket, 91 years today, the 25th of June, 1932, and they played England, and they lost by 205 runs in their first test match. You, you wonder why India beat Afghanistan so badly in their first test match? Remember they beat them by an innings in two days of test cricket? Yeah, they, they, they were taking it out on Afghanistan, what they got from England. <laughs> All right. Also, Mr. Patel, India won the World Cup beating the West Indies in 1983. Yeah, when they beat us by 43 runs. India made 183, and of course, that should have been a, just a little walkover for the West Indies team, but of course, no, we falter. We were bundled out for 140, just losing to India, giving the Indians their first World Cup victory, and of course, the West Indies were denied their third consecutive victory in the World Cup. So, two special things for the Indian team today, and that's especially for Mr. Patel. All right. Actor J.J. Walker, Jimmy J.J. Walker, Dynamite. You remember Dynamite yeah. from Good Times? Yes, he's celebrated birthday today. Believe it or not, he's 76 today. That Limlicker brother there um, turned a big man now, 76. You remember singer Eddie Floyd? I say, was it Knock on Wood or something? Uh, uh, one of those songs from a long, long time, 60, 70. Eddie Floyd. Yeah, he turns 86 today. Super Cat DJ out of Jamaica. He he turns uh, 67 today. Um, remember singer George Michael, Silent Whisper? George Michael and Wham. Yeah, he would have been celebrating also his uh, 67, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. His birthday today, but he, he died 2016. Uh, remember celebrity chef Anthony Bourdain? Yes, yep. um, he was born 1956. He would have been 67 today. But, um, you know, he was one man well-known, and he said, look, you know, the Bible tells us our body is the temple of, uh, of, of God. He says the Bible, our body is an amusement park, so just enjoy the ride. You know, while he was having all that amusement, he ended up commit, committing suicide in 2018. Didn't enjoy the ride. Um, basketball player, 
basketball player, Dikembe Matumbo. Yeah, today he turned 57 years old. All right, some cricket now. Jack Hill from Australia, Margaret Wilson, and Phil Emery, Ian Davis, all from Australia. Karima Gore, yeah, from Clayford United States, of course. He's celebrating his birthday today also, Karima Gore. I think he turns 25. Uh, we have um, Lily Kulparama from, in, from Sri Lanka, rather, celebrating today. We have from England, Vic Marks and Jason Gallen. Gallen was born in Australia, but played for England. Ian Combs from New Zealand. Uh, Steve Kelo from Kenya. Willie, the wily Willie Warren Roderick is out of Trinidad Tobago. And we have Tresha Tajimi, female cricketer out of South Korea. For the 26, we have our DJ from WAVS 1170 right in Florida, South Florida. Winston Barnes, the, one of the brothers, I think four brothers, along with um, you have Ed Barnes and uh, Winston, and before him, Jeff Barnes, and I think another Barnes. All the brothers are involved in radio. Jeff is now a big-time lawyer. Okay, so Winston will be celebrating his birthday tomorrow, the 26th. And um, the debut of Len Hutton. Of course, Len Hutton made 364, and his record was the one that the Garfield Sobers broke when he made 365 not out. And he started rather inauspiciously because he made 0 and 1, but he went on to be a big, big run scorer for England, of course. And Cardinal's daughter, Melaine Mills, will be celebrating her birthday tomorrow. Celebrating tomorrow. Okay, so back to cricket. Molly Dive and Gary Gilmore from Australia. Babo Memin, Momen from Zimbabwe, along with Tommy Mbangwa. Albert Rolf and Nick Compton from England. Harry Bloomfield, Fidel DeWitt, and Trisha Getty, all from South Africa. David Hines from Sri Lanka. And uh, we have David White from Sri Lanka, from, sorry, New Zealand, and Amir Yamin from Pakistan. For the 27th of June, Byron Lee, of course, famous for Byron Lee and the Dragoneers. He was born back in 1935, and believe it or not, he has left us now almost 15 years, 2008, he left this world. Freddie McGregor, big ship sailing on the ocean. Yeah, he'll be 67 on that day. Derek Robinson, Bob Appiard, Shirley Hodge, Graham Codry, and Kevin Peterson, all from England. Charles McCarthy, Neil Hart, Gordon Roenke, and Ern, Ern Osborne, all from Australia. Karen Mawson and Mark Chapman from New Zealand. Dale Stein and Nokolomo Malba from South Africa. And uh, we have Sekira. Kamanasa from Sri Lanka and that's what we have for the 27 for the 28 we have Elaine Thompson here of course double Olympic double sprint champion from out of Jamaica Roy Gilchrist for the West Indies out of Jamaica George Chandler Chandler from Barbados and he faces the first ball in test cricket for the West Indies 
And we have Anne Brown out of Trinidad Tobago also will be celebrating on that day. Mushtaq Ahmed and Wahab Reyes from Pakistan. Peter Hearn and Joe Cox from South Africa. Catherine O'Neill from New Zealand. Ruth Dow from Australia. And Arjuna Patel, India. For the 29, yes, the big man about yet today. Big man about yet today. Look at Jamaican here. Virgil Francis, yes, the 29, Virgil will be celebrating his birthday. He'll finally be wow. 49 wow. years old. Yeah, still, still have to wait one more for 50. He'll be 49. <laughs> he tell us his real age, maybe. Uh, so, Virgil, happy birthday when you come, my brother, the 29th of June. Harold Gullin, Simon Brown, and Paul Jarvis, all of England. Jeff Moss from Australia and Alan Connolly. Michael Lewis also from Australia. Ron Headley out of Jamaica. Of course, George Headley's son. And we have Charles Cherish Ashalanka from Sri Lanka. We'll be celebrating also on the 29th. For the 30th, Mike, Iron Mike Tyson. Yeah, the man with the iron fist. You always say, look, you say you can fight until you get hit. You know, all this tragedy and thing just fly out the window, man. Mike Tyson will be celebrating his, I think, 55th birthday on that day. Michael, Michael Phelps, remember that swimmer? Most decorated Olympian of all time. Most gold medals. He'll be celebrating also. Peter Pollock, Horace Chapman, and Rudy Stein from South Africa. John Jemison. Of course, John Jemison. Remember the Kerry Parker Breakaway, Kerry Parker World Series? John Jemison faces the first ball in World Series cricket. Mike Smith, former captain of England. Kimar Roach. Yeah, will turn 36 come the 38th of June. Ryan Tendoshe, 43. Samat Jai Syria, 54. Gordon Rowe is going to be here. He left a long time ago. And we have Duda Garnish from India, 50 years old. And um, Wang Cheng out of China. We have Chinese playing cricket now. Wang Cheng, 29 <laughs> years old, out of China. And finally, for the 1st of July, we are going to be singing July, July, come Saturday morning. Dennis Brown, yeah, superstar singer Dennis Brown out of Jamaica. He died on this, on that day, the 1st of July, 1999. Believe it or not, it'll be 24 years. Wow. Dennis Brown. And this man, the Reverend Tyrone Thompson, popularly known as Papa Son, yeah, will be celebrating on the 1st of July also. And Sir Everton Weeks died on the 1st of July, 2020, it will be three years, believe it or not, since he died. Back to cricket, John Sibley, Frank Lawson, and Graham Lloyd, all from England. Chester Watson, yeah, that Watson had to be somewhere in there, you know, as usual. Chester <laughs> Watson out of Jamaica, um, played for West Indies. Manila Janga Ligar from India. Ajik Ali from Pakistan and Theon Hand from Ireland will bring up the list. And, oh, Carl Lewis, by the way, Sprinter Carl Lewis from the United States, who will also be celebrating his birthday 
on the 1st of July. That's what I have here for you. Come back a little later, Leon. That's All it. right. We're going to call on Virgil. Thank you so much, Audley. We're going to call on Virgil. He has a lot of birthdays to talk about. Virgil. Yeah, that's true. Um, good, yeah, good evening. Good evening to our listeners and good evening to all the panelists. And thank you very much, Audley. I'll get back to the birthday. But what I want to... It's a, uh, a condolence. It's a condolence to a, very, a friend of mine who, I think, died on the 7th, was buried today, um, J- Jason Dowling. What happened, I was supposed to attend the funeral. Condolence to the family. Son, huh? Condolence to the family. Yes. Yes. Um, I was supposed to attend the funeral today. Yesterday, my son reminded me, I said, yes, it's today. I stay home today all day, fall asleep, get up awake, and I did not remember until about 4 o'clock when the funeral was finished. So just well, want to say I'm here. sorry about that, but my condolence to the family. I already called some people and apologized for, for, for that um, situation. Um, thank you very much for my birthday greetings on the 29th. Um, I would like to say happy belated birthday to Shanna George in Antigua, who celebrated her birthday on the 24th. And my niece, Carrie Ann, Thomas, Carrie and Charles Thomas, who celebrating her birthday on the 26th, which is tomorrow. Just want to wish her a happy, happy, happy birthday. And uncle love you very much. And her son, Caden, hope you take care of your mommy tomorrow on her birthday, that she celebrate her 42nd birthday. That's what tell you how long I leave Antigua. When I, when I leave Antigua, she was about six years old or something like that, I think. So happy birthday, Carrie Ann. And... No more birthday greetings for me, but just want to wish everybody that having their birthday this week a very happy birthday, including myself. All right. Donna, you're up next. Donna? Come on in, Donna. I don't have birthdays this week. Don't oh, want no to birthdays. Birthdays. What, 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 about, what about Cardinal's sister, Cardinal's daughter, Meline? Oh, okay. I forget that one. All right. <laughs> All right. She made birthday Friday, turning 60, and my sister Renny and her husband celebrated her birthday. Nothing, yeah, just cut the daughter for this week, okay. Donna, Donna, you forget the other Virgil birthday too. Oh, I'm Virgil, oh yes, happy birthday Virgil. Thank you. <laughs> I can understand that we're getting old. But you see, your brother, I think it's your brother, I think his name spell with the I, and I, I spell with the E. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Donna, 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 just before, just before you leave, Donna, I just said um, that um, that's how it is. We are getting old. I thought you'd be telling me to speak for myself. Yes. <laughs> All right. I said. Why don't no, you no, no, bu- no, yeah, no birthday. Celebrate rush today, right? Yeah, yeah. You, no, it was a few days ago, but we had a service today. Okay. There are many services and many celebrations, but it was a wonderful service today. The one in and Leicester. We, we went to Leicester. Yes, we went to Leicester. It was a full day. It was well attended. It was really lovely to hear people's experiences mm-hmm. and the archives of what happened. And Dennis has given a little short thing of what happened. You know, and I think what is 
so many children came upon their parents' passport. And mm. I think that's most of the problem because they never got a passport of their own. Okay. Mm. That's how things were yeah, back so, then. Yeah, so yes, that's, yes, that's yes. what it is. You came upon your parents' passport and you think, well, you're in England, you're not traveling anywhere, didn't get a passport. And then in 1981, that's when all the problems started. But then one of the things they're proving, you can go back to 1600s and whatever, and England's famous for keeping records. But the records for 1981, from 48 (laughs) to 81, there's no records of the Windrush people. They're destroyed. Mm-mm. Conveniently, conveniently, conveniently destroyed. Mm-mm-mm. So, but you know, but the younger people now, you know, I know you don't like them to be fighting for things, but they're different. They're different. They they don't put up for what the older people, you know, did and never said anything. But, you know, it's changing, and it's wonderful that, you know, they're beginning to accept what's happened. So I don't know how it will end, but at least they're looking into it. All right. But we had a good day. This was lovely. Lovely. Dennis, why don't you come on in and follow up a little bit with all what you know as well? Well, yes, thanks, uh, Leon. I think that what the, the point that um, Hyacinth was um, in, men, mentioning to us was the fact that those younger generations, those younger children who came up on those passports later on, when they got into any kind of um, a trouble with the law, their background was automatically investigated and no sign of uh, citizenship or passport was there to prove that they're British and so they were deemed to have arrived in the United Kingdom illegally Mm -hmm. and therefore these children were being summarily um, expelled back to their island of, uh, well, their parents and uh, much to the disgrace and disappointment. Of course, these children have never known anything but the UK as uh, as, uh, you know, at home, as home. Thank you. And consequently, they went. They were deported back to the islands. It became a big problem. So, anyway, the shame of it has gotten to the point where they are looking into it, and uh, some adjustments are being made, but too slowly. But at any mm-hmm. rate, that's that. But no birthdays or anniversary for me at this time, uh, Leon. Back to you. Okay. Why don't you hold on a little bit for me? Give me two minutes to oh, then. Oh, okay. All, yes. all right. So, so I have so I have another birthday. Um, yes. Mr. Abraham Lincoln Watson. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln Watson, good friend of mine. Um, no connection. I, I have no no you know, well not that I know of, but we are good buddies. Abraham Lincoln Watson. He will be celebrating his birthday on Friday. Day after Virgin, he'll be celebrating on Friday. So happy birthday when it comes, Lincoln. And I just want to give a shout out, a honeymoon shout out to Ivor and Barbara. Yeah, I think they're on their third honeymoon now. <laughs> Ivor, you can call it and let us know 
but I know I know he um they, they are enjoying themselves somewhere some undisclosed location uh, and I call it no although I wasn't counting I just call it the third honeymoon hey brothers and sister enjoy yourself man happy 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 time all right um, back to you um, and I just got another birthday okay go ahead. Sandra, Sandra. that's the mother of Ivor's children she's gonna be celebrating on July 1st July 1st what 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 is Sandra. I didn't get the name. Sandra. Sandra of Streiter. <laughs> All right, I'll have to I'll have to call Ivan get it. Um, I'm the thing not coming clear to in my ears here. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so Dennis? Yes, go right ahead and finish wrapping up. It seems as if all our uh... okay. All right, all birthdays and anniversaries uh, seem to be. Uh, we seem to come to an end where that is concerned. So, as usual, we just want to tell each one, tell one. Big shout out to our friends and our listeners in Australia, Australasia, of course, and um, all over in Europe, right in the United States and the Caribbean, especially to Mr. Renford Dore and his crew out there over there in 2020 vision. Hey, guys. I know you're listening in the Caribbean, Montserrat, and other places. Give us a call and let us know how you're enjoying the, the, the program. Or just give us a shout-out, all right? So this has been the Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. Join us next Sunday, God willing. 7 o'clock, we'll do it all over again. The Walter Henry Birthday and Anniversary Hour. Back to you, Dennis. Okay, thank you. Leon, are you back with us? Yes. Yes. Oh gosh, I'm the to Virgil.
Happy birthday. Here we leave you folks. Those who are having birthdays, we just want to offer our happiness to them as well and wish them well. Hope they live to see many more birthdays. Just want to tell you that Simon is back in town folks, so you will hear from him shortly. He's taking a, a hot cup of tea and he'll be back with us shortly. So why don't we just type on right back into the theme of things. And we're going to talk about the West Indies and the West Indies in the qualifying matches. Yesterday, West Indies took on Zimbabwe, very confident. They bowled out Zimbabwe for 268, and West Indies struggled. And were bowled out for 233. What are your thoughts, Dennis? Well, um, Leon, I... Let me first just share with our panelists some comments from assistant coach uh, Paul Hooper. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the comments, or some of the comments that he said was, the point is, can we go lower than this? Yes, hmm. we can go lower than this, he says, and we don't qualify, we go, if we don't qualify, we go a step lower. I never thought that I'd live to see the day where West Indies are trying to qualify for a major tournament. The game continues to remind you that unless you start doing the right things, you can go lower. Those are the, dare I say, the immortal words of one Carl Hooper, an assistant coach of the West Indies team. Now, you know, I'm I'm very, very disappointed with the um, situation as we see it for that, from that last test match. First of all, I thought that uh, our field setting in that match lacked thought and carefulness. The fact of the matter is we seem to have been using an attacking field even when the uh, Zimbabweans were sort of taking advantage of the gaps. I did not think Wait. that uh, the two... Now, let me, let me interrupt you, but you said test match. You're talking about the one day. My one apologies. Day. I find that test oh, match... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's a test match. Yeah, it's one day. Okay. We're talking about the, quali- the qualifier. Yeah. I thought okay. the field setting was somewhat overly aggressive and did not take any consideration to the fact that we need to stem the tide of runs. I note also that at the end of the match, the West Indies were fined for slow overrate, which meant that they had to bring an additional player or possibly two 
into the ring. Inside the ring. Because they were slow by three overs uh, in reaching the allotted uh, uh, overs submit um, that they're supposed to complete in the time allotted. As a result, they were fined for 60% or 60%, I think, of their match fees and so on. And that makes it very, very difficult for me to understand. If you're going to be fined 60% of your allotted match fee. Sorry? 60%? Somebody, That's a lot. 60, yeah. Yes, me. 60%. Wow. If you're going to be fined 60% and they acknowledge and accepted it, it obviously means to me that your match fee cannot be a sufficiently large sum of money to cause these players to take that into consideration since they agreed that they did, you know, they did import, you know, the, the infraction was committed. So obviously the team cannot be that much. At any rate, going back to the match, definitely we were lacking. The bowling was good. The bowlers did their job, but the fielders on <laughs> nearly 90% of the time, we dropped far too many catches. And as a result, those last 60 runs which came on the board should not have arrived at all because had we taken the catches, certainly Raza would never have um, continued to uh, amount the runs he, he scored, the 61 runs he scored, which was the difference between what we lost this match by. I only hope that the West Indies will take note of that performance and come up with something better in the next situation, you know, for for the, um, the the next match against Netherlands, Netherlands, the West Indies, and uh, uh, Zimbabwe will qualify, but that does not give you confidence when you think that in the Super Six, unless the West Indies can turn on bringing their A game, they will certainly be in a bad position. And before I go, finally, I just wanted to mention to our panelists that Yannick Karaya has undergone surgical procedure in Zimbabwe. Oh, okay. And so did, so did assistant coach Floyd Reefer. Both mm. of these two gentlemen were injured during practice sessions, presumably out there, whether it was on the pitch or in the net. They were struck in the face, and as a result, had, and, uh, had fractures in their nose area, which required surgery to be corrected or at least to um, do something about it. So that's Yannick Karaya and the coach, assistant coach Floyd Reefer, both suffered the same similar type of injury to their nose in training. And practice. Back to you, Leon. Okay. Virgil, you want to come in? Oh. <laughs> you want to give me that? Yeah, go, um, go ahead. Oh, oh, how are you? If you're not prepared, yes. we get no, let me go. No, let, let me go. Mm. The, 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 the fitness of these players and the yo-yo test that all these players pass, that the others who get in wicket and can catch and all this kind of stuff did not pass. Look what happened to these guys. These are the guys that we said completely fit, as they call it. What the fitness have to do with you catching ball now? I mean, I don't understand that. I mean, 
You're having all these guys as fit, and look look what we come down to. We have to be struggling to qualify for World Cup game. It's really a shame that we have to really... I mean, you're in that stage, but you're guaranteed supposed to... For, for, for the type of players that we have and the fitness of what they said, because certain people cannot play because they don't pass yo-yo test. And I can tell you, all these catch a drop, most likely half of these guys kept and they can't catch like on wall. Bowling again, wicked. The only thing they can do, run faster than him. And we have them out there, and look what we end up with. Same thing we end up with. So I'm going to see what happens the next game where they play. If they come back out, uh, if the coach is going to put them out there and just like throw ball to them from, from 9 o'clock, 8 to 6 o'clock in the morning and 6 o'clock in the evening to make sure these guys can hold on and, 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 and ball. Because I show you watch a game that Cornwall in slip and Cornwall dive and stretch out with one hand and take beautiful catches. He don't drop catches easy. The only thing he have a more weight than these other guys and refuse the most weight, the most runs in the Caribbean from the last of the game, and we refuse to take him because he don't qualify as the yo-yo and the fitness test and the fitness guy to them ain't really doing us nothing. I don't know what happened to this guy. This guy's like they they may, may be having too much confidence and said, okay, we we can go through. So no matter what the situation, we we don't have to win. You have to go out there and you bat and bat long. Cause the longer you stay in the wicket, even though a, a team both a bowl, a bowl, a maiden on you. That doesn't mean nothing. Because why should you go and try, if you get bowl five ball, that you don't score, try to hit the next one for six, the next thing out. And you could have stayed past that, I mean, get that um, maiden, and the other over, you do what you got to do inside of that. If you get a one in your single and take her, because the more wicked you have at the end, it's the better for you. But not try to just beat every ball that you can get, the end of an out. And then you left to tailor them. You want to tailor them to do miracle for you. And it, it, it didn't work this way. Hope they learn the lesson from this one, the next one coming up. Audley? Audley? Okay, yeah, let just, me go just a little anecdote. Just a little, I'm, I'm here, I'm here. Just a little anecdote. Um, in Jamaica, we have a saying. That's if you want good, you know, that's the run. Yeah. So yes. I, I guess those two coaches took it literally. So they yes. good running notes. Then. <laughs> 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 anyway, get back to serious thing. Our West Indian, um, boy, uh, you know, when they, started, then when they started the match, it, it, it just the, the, the flow of the runs, oh, King was looking so pretty. I tell you, um, you, you, yes. if you're going to give prize for, 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 for being stylish and, and whenever he hits the ball, he, I mean, like, uh, hands down, he, he'd have been getting all the prizes. But um, he needs to stay. Um, that ball that he just pushes back out and, and, and stroke straight into the second slip. Man, I would have given a, given a flag him. He didn't have to play the ball, right? He was timing the ball beautifully. The partnership would have grown, and you know, would have would have been off on a solid footing. And he just he just poked the ball that was going, you know, it it was leaving him. And, and if he had left the ball, just leave it alone, it would have gone to the wicketkeeper. But if you are going to hit the ball, don't just push it like that. Give the flick over the slips 
not just to push it into Slip's hand. Um, and these things that you need to look into. When you have how much coaches and things like that, um, although it doesn't matter if, if they were taught that the, the coach talked to them about it or what, but when they go there, they have to do it as individuals. But um, I, I think it, those, those are some ABC mistake, right? What what these players players of these caliber are not supposed to be going up there and just pushing the ball in people's hands. It, it, it was not brutish ball. I can understand when when you get some ball that it can, can be almost called unplayable. Some of them are really unplayable, and you try to fend it off, and the ball would you know just fly off the bat or your hand or something, and and you know some you you're trying to avoid the ball, take evasive action, and it happened. But these we have just thrown away wicket like this can't work if we're going to win of course you guys spoke about the, the um seconda the, 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 the amount of times he was dropped and poor azari joseph he he he, he suffered so much three catches or three or four catches off his bowling and yet when when he took two good catches that one to dismiss i think the rather there um was running in from down the leg side on the boundary and caught the ball almost down to his ankle and is running along same um, oh man praises you cannot give um high enough praises for Alzari. Mm-hmm. I really he, he's mm-hmm. doing a, a a good job the ball in his feeling and everything. But West Indies, um it it's it, it just man, it's sad. It's sad uh, what Dennis mentioned about you know, the the comment that was made by Carl Hooper. It, it it's a sad day. It's a sad day and when anybody who um, grew up playing, uh, listening to cricket like 15, um, 20, 25 years ago. Um, I, I don't, you can understand the, the burning in the heart, what you're feeling. Look on, you know, how, how far we have fallen from those days to trying to qualify for World Cup now, and we're not even certain we're going to make it through. Uh, Zimbabwe, they have, let me give them the, the, the props. They are playing good cricket. All the matches that that they have won, they have won them. They won those matches going away, and I think with the home support and those, you know, man, I I think it's it's going to be hard to get Zimbabwe out. I think they they're, they're going to be making it into into the final. But as for the West Indies, they have to drop the pants, drop the socks, drop everything that they need to drop if they have any hopes to go through in the final two. Back to you. Yeah, okay. My, my take is that despite the drop catches, which are not acceptable, West Indies' total of 268 was is not insurmountable. It wasn't insurmountable. You mean, you mean Zimbabwe's total? Zimbab- Zimbabwe's, Zimbabwe's total. total of 268. Mm-hmm. They were bowled out, you know, in the 49.5 overs. And that was insurmountable. The guys didn't apply. I find, for instance, I start from Mayers. He got in. And he, he was supposed to carry on his inning from the 56 to, to he should have made a century. Now, who, instead of going forward, uh, Simon always tell us, when you're in doubt, push out. You go back. You have yes. a ball in your stump. You go forward. Two things can happen. You can hit you in a pad, and chances are, as you go forward, he may divert to the leg side or he gets an edge which may not have gone to the slips. But the mm-hmm. batting was appalling. And talking about Paul, the, the shot that Paul played, oh my goodness, that was awful. And 
They were not taking enough singles. They were not rotating the strike when the going gets tough. Raza was bowling good. He was coming off the wicket fast, and they were not good, playing good. I mean, they should have played better. The performance was, Sammy says, man, the cricket gods going to catch up on us if we continue to drop those catches. And you can't give, give um, the opposition that many chances. But that was done. All they had to do, West Indies, leave, they had to leave 5.2 overs left, and you had 35 runs. And him down to the last wicket. When Joseph chipped that ball to send him in off or mid-wicket, short mid-wicket, it, it, that partnership could have um, gone on to even save the game from it. For the life of me, I don't see why Holder was demoted. Why was he demoted and, and sent a power? We noticed that, I don't know, but I would not have changed the order. Send up Hope Holder and tell him, listen, you stay there till the end. And the, the little push shot that he made, not even coming out, to, could have left the ball alone, come right out to the, to the, um, right to the pitch, or just leave it and let it swing it uh, past the outside edge and play with a soft hand. But no application. And Mayors, he wants to hit everything out of the ground. You can get four runs from hitting the ball on the ground and get a couple twos. That's eight for over. <laughs> so I tell you, Western is can't, can't go on like this. But they're not out of it. They are into the super, they, they, into the super six. But the important thing, they lost some vital points that could be carried on. Let's hope that they can beat the Netherlands. The Netherlands are in second place. And if they were to beat the Netherlands, they will go into second place and, and obviously carry all the points for winning. But it doesn't savor well for them to go down like this and get beaten. And despite the lack of application, the batting, West Indies has a batting lineup that can take... 300 runs over any attack in the world in a, in a, in a 50 over match. And they did not, did not take the opportunity to do that. You can't always, a couple overs going to be tight. You may, may not get a four or six, six per over, but you can get a four over. Your four singles would take the strike. At one stage, I, yeah. see, I feel. Go ahead. Follow-up comment uh, when, when you finished early on. Yeah. And specifically, you know, I, I heard the, the commentators on, on this match uh, making a statement which I've heard Ivor has often uh, put forward, and that is with regarding to um, coaches saying these players at this age, they don't need coaching or they don't believe in coaching. But... Seriously speaking, when you look at the shot that Kimo Paul played, attempting to, was he not attempting to um, yeah, reverse do a reverse, sweep, a reverse mm-hmm. sweep at a time like this, when he could clearly see when he came in that the West Indies needed somebody to stay there. And he tried a stupid reverse sweep on a ball pitching straight down the middle and expect that he was going to be not out from an appeal. 
The next point was Johnson Charles. Now, mm-hmm. anyone, I think I've seen 10-year-old play a better pull shot than that shot that Johnson Paul played. No, sorry, sorry um, Johnson Charles played in that match. It was disgraceful. And another point that caught my attention was um, the fact that uh, Nicholas Foran was given out leg before oh, yes. wicket. Poor, poor. I expected that they would have asked for the digital review system. No, but it, it was I in noticed place. that. I'm sorry? It was not in place. Well, I don't understand why DRS is mm. now the standard in almost all matches. Yes. Why is mm. it not part of that match? Because it's quite clear to me, and, you know, I'm attempting not to really criticize the umpire as much, but I thought that at least a DRS would have given confirmation because from the naked eye, it did look as if that ball would never have hit that, the stumps. And it makes you wonder about the decision there. So I, I did not see the decision for um, Rosman Powell, so I'm not commenting on that. But uh, that one for... No, no, he, to me, he was plumb. To me, he was plumb. Okay. I saw it. Right. No, I, I, I didn't see that one. Now, Jason Holder, Jason Holder came in to this match with a certain level of what I thought was... Um, a big improvement on my previous criticism of, of Jason. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, I went right back to what I have all been saying about him these last few weeks. What, how he played was just unbelievable. And I, I, I have my doubts as to whether or not West Indies can actually get through to the final of this competition because it's tough. based on the display... And all the teams they're putting, even Scotland, I expect, will challenge West Indies to finalize. Only two of, what, six can make it into the final. And I just don't see Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe are really, really looking looking very good. Who's playing with papers back there? At any rate... um, that's it for now, Leon. I know Alzari yeah. Joseph bowled well and he caught well, but there were things about Alzari Joseph that I noticed that did not please me very well. And that will be something that I will certainly be putting in a written comment on but, our but, blog but you, post. You keep, you keep saying Alzari Joseph did not. He got, he got his wicket. He got the wicket. With, with the oh, I'm no, not criticizing no, that. No, I'm not no, no, no. What I'm saying to you, though, that is what he used to get his wicket. He may be short. He may be short. But what Alzari oh, needed was was at the end at the other end another fiery attack. West Indies left back yes, the yes. only the fiery bowlers. And just set Leon, him alone. Leon, I'm not mm. I'm not mm. specifically commenting on his bowling. This is other things that I'd noticed uh, oh, on, mm. on, on this play. But, you know, again, I'll leave that for uh, uh, later. Uh, I'll invite others to come in. He he got the wickets. He got Uh, the batsman uh, um, out, but he cannot take the catch. Dana has been dropped. I mean, Leonard Dennis. Dana has been dropped and tried to get back. Oh, okay. Go go ahead, Dennis. 
Please bring her back. All right. She got dropped. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. But what I'm saying to to Dennis, as Larry Joseph may not be, but he is creating the chances with his deliveries. He has been creating the chances, and if they don't take the catches, you cannot blame him. His bowling was right Right. up there. Yeah? Yeah, his bowling was there, and that's all we need to take his catches. He had to bowl anyway, the, uh, uh, and he said it's not. Mm. Go ahead. He says not, not. The bowling is criticizing, but you know when you know when you're selling a book or you have something, you know, you say, all right, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'll comment on that. Let, let's hear what he had to say. Good point, Dennis. Because Dennis, you said here, don't put it in an article and everybody's not going to read it. Put it here where we can hear him uh, and, and give him all viewpoints. So. Uh, I'm I not saying he's like Yeah, I was trying to get him in. Yeah, yeah, well, well, um, uh, yes, I saw him. Hello? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well. Is Donna back with us? I think she is. Yes! Yes, okay. okay Eddie, you, I think Iva is there too? Yes, I'm here, yeah. Okay, good. Well, Donna, you come in and hear, uh, say, well, hear what you have to say about Western is lost. Did you, uh, what? Make your point. Donna, any p- comment from you? How about you, Ivor? Yeah, I think I'm in Donna in the back here. Yeah, I tried to bring her in, but she would not come in. Yeah, she's Go ahead, Ivor, until she's ready. I'm here now, I'm okay. here. Oh, okay, good. Come on in, give us your, your point of view. With, with West Indies? Yes. 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 So, I was watching that game yesterday. Well, you know, I'm not getting up. Not 3 o'clock to watch West Indies. That's the first time I was there. <laughs> so, 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 when I got up at 7, that's when I joined the game. And so, I didn't see what happened in the first part. I just saw them responding. And it was, it was so, such a bad sight to see. The way how West Indies just crumbled out of that game. If I was a weak heart, I would cry. Because now position because I don't know if they will qualify. It's hardly likely because they have to carry over points from this group. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. they don't have any yet. Chances are they mightn't get any against Netherlands because the way they played that game, I don't know if they could make a comeback with Netherlands. So to me, they may go to with zero points. And, and it's going to be hard to, without seeing who don't go to with six, uh, go to with two or four. So right now, I'm iffy for, I'm iffy for West Indies, really. Yes. Green. Things look bleak. Mm-hmm. But do you think the chance this score was, was too difficult? No, because... It's Batman that, okay, when Powell came in, I was like, okay, maybe this is the partnership we're going to bring it home. Powell gets two balls, gone. What is wrong with that guy? I don't know what's going on with him. But why then did I they said, now, okay, hold on, okay, maybe this is the partnership for it. At least the other fellow there from St. Lucia, why his name? He was trying. Miss Spinner there, why his name is again? His name eluding me right now. Spinner from St. Lucia. And then when he should have stayed oh. there to see the team Charles. home. He's, he's, no, the other one, the, the spinner. Oh, 
on O'Keel? O'Keel? He's from Trinidad. No, not O'Keel. We're only one St. Lucia we have in the What? Well, say, say, say. He's Chief from Barbados. Sorry. Barbados. But he was Chief trying Chief. there. And then yeah. he gave up in the end because I guess he figured nobody helping me, so I might as well go along. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've always said it. Fast bowler comes in pairs. You need another fast bowler with Azari Joseph. Yes. Yes. You need another one. We don't have bits and pieces of fast bowler we have. Well, well, Kibo Paul was supposed to fill that role. Fast and Kimo, he had looked so stupid in that wicket yesterday. That I was here reverse to him. Looked so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd was heckling him. Did you not see that? They were calling his name. You could hear it loud in the loudspeaker. Leon, the crowd. Okay, the let's, crowd let's, let's bring in Ivor. Let's bring in Ivor, guys. We, we. Go ahead, Ivor. Let us hear you. Yes, I like to put my input there. But first, Ali, thanks for that honeymoon bit up there. Um, I want to know if it's the third or the fourth. Is it the third or the fourth? <laughs> in, less than, in less than a year. In less than a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere up there. I'm going to ask Donna. Donna, keep in count. Uh, all right, all right, all right, bro. <laughs> okay. Yes, well, under West guys, keep the faith, man. It, all is not lost. And then West Indies is going to carry over the points. They're going to be in the Super Six. And once yeah, they get point. over there... Yes, but right. they got to beat the Netherlands. That's what she's saying. She's not sure about us beating the Netherlands to get points. Yeah, but even beating the Netherlands, I don't see the USA and... Um, what the other team below them there? They're going to be in no, the No, USA. No. They're out already. They're in the, they're they're in out the already. Who? They're in the Super Six already. West That's what I'm saying. West Indies are in. They but are no in the Super Six, but what I'm saying, they might not be the final two. Only two teams can go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be difficult, yes. Mm. Forget about points over there. When you go in the Super Six, you're going to win your match over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, and who was in this over here? Just, just like how we have the upset them over here, West Indies will raise the temper, Sammy Bless. Remember that. They are going to come right. good think, on the beach. I think it's for that in the T20 World Cup too. And we are <laughs> so disappointed when, well, they, when they bow out. Guys, well, Sammy wasn't there. Sammy wasn't there in the, in the World Cup. 1983. Sammy wasn't there. The mighty West in 1983, the mighty West Indies fall for 140 when given 183 by India. And all exactly. were lost. Mm-hmm. And all two World Cups, we were beaten in the, uh, the qualifying and competing stages. Don't you guys remember we were beaten uh, before? And then went on to win the championship in the T20? So it, it, it's not important. Right, so this was, these teams right. are due to lose a game. The West Indies lose a game. See, Zimbabwe gone without losing a game. Sri Lanka without losing a game. They're going to lose it at the time when they should have been winning. So when okay. they lose the game, they have to lose. That's the game they have to lose. So that's how, that's how the sport goes. Because they're not going to go in Sri Lanka and Zimbabwe. They have to lose somewhere along the line, and they're going to lose that one match that they should not lose. While West Indies going to strike some momentum and keep going. But here's where I want to talk about the, about the match. 
West Indies, they're losing a grip of what is consisting of team. You know who is our um, sub fielder? Carty. They're not thinking. You need fielders. Somebody have to tell me why Walsh is not in that squad. He yeah. doesn't have to play. <laughs> but he can yeah. field. Having there yeah. to be your fielder in this strength war. When we were winning matches, we had a Pollard on the boundary. You had a Bravo. You had a Russell. You had an mm-hmm. Allen. These guys were in the field to make runs. Pollard only used to make a little 20 or 30, but they're making the runs by preventing the guys to make runs. Mm-hmm. In the field, because Leon brought this up on the show here, how wrong can it be that a guy hit a six? And because you're such an athlete that you take the ball from over the boundary, yes, your feet are within, you out and you bring it back. You remember you were saying that, Leon? Yeah. Leon, that should be six. How many times you have seen these guys do things like that? You need fielders and catchers, catches, your fielder dropping um, marshmallow catches. So, Sammy, you're a selector. These are the guys, just like you see the pick our West Indian bowlers to go to the IPL, to be net bowlers, to be fielders for these guys. When we want these guys to be in the team, to be our fielders, while should be there bowling up his leggies against these guys. Look how spin guards look, look like we're afraid of bowling. So, keep Walsh in the team, bowl his leggies, even if he don't play in the final 11, he is there with the squad to practice your guys the same spin bowling. And he can feel, mm-hmm. so you're going to find a way. For what? You see what happened to Paul? Hey. Paul um, got two wickets. Who, who, who took the catches? Azari Joseph. Joseph. Mm-hmm. Azari Joseph walked off the field. And the next thing, he gave up 16 runs in the over that he walked off the field when his spell was done. Y'all realize that? Mm-hmm. Maybe I, he yeah. fell right down. My one fielder who I want when I bowl this last over is off the field. So as I went off after his spell, and the next over the guy bowled, they clocked 16 off him. That could have been, you never know. You never know. That could have inspired me. I, I can bowl towards Alzari Joseph. He's the only man here who is catching something, but now he's off mm-hmm. the field. He gone for his comfort break. And don't forget hmm. the wonderful catch that Carty took. That's the only excellent catch. Yes, yeah, first, yeah, first one, but he dropped the, he dropped the buttery hmm. one when he brought Aldo oh. with Joseph on to break a partnership. You pump yeah. the man in his head mm-hmm. and you drop a sitter like that. Mm-hmm. That was a... That was a, that's that's a, that's a yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, was a sitter. He got him in... He well, got I... Raza in, uh, got Raza in a... In a in a in a in a in a real puzzle there. Go ahead, Audley. Uh, to show how key how key catching is in, in a match, and uh, we always talk about catches win matches. We always have to remember also catches drop matches. Are they lack of catching drop matches? Right, that's what happened to us because those sitters and things come back to harm us. When you have a guy that 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 didn't make much. When you drop him and he continue to be continue to be the top scorer and thing like that, be the thorn in our side, that will come to bite us. And we have to, although we know from time to time one or two catches are going to be going down, but when you, you can drop those sitters and expect to still be um, in, in, to be serious about your game. Although um, Leon, as you mentioned, the two 
the 260, it was not insurmountable, but it's the way we go about trying to get it that really make it look so bad. But I have a problem. That West Indies only play the same team they pick for, this, for different teams every time. So when you get in in the first team, if you win, well, you're in. And only when you lose, they begin to say, well, we can shuffle. What about horses for courses? Sometimes you can just look and give a guy that little break. That, not that you're dropping him. Right. Because you might say, oh, well, this is not, not, not the one for you. You know, I'm, let me strengthen him back in a little bit here. Let me bring in a carty. Uh, just do something. I, I want to bring in Shepard. I want to bring in Shepard. For who? For Powell? For Powell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but then your bowling is not found wanting, though. The, I think the, the, no, the thing is not coming through. I mean, this guy just came through after a thousand matches, a thousand innings. Um, the opening batsman, the left hander there, what's it, Mayers? Mayers, Mayers. Mayers. But sometimes Mayers. you have to look and see if Johnson Charles need that little bit of break too, because they're not going to come good all the time. You have to gamble with these things. Have your replacement players. You're not being dropped. You're taking a little rest here. Gather your bearings, going in next. But Why can't but we do that? one thing about. Mm. About um, Shepard, he's doing a lot of batting these days. He saved us one match with a fifty something. Don't you guys remember early in the in the tourney, the EAU? He saved us. He is a utility player. He can do anything, everything, and he has some. He has. A, he can bowl in the power overs at the end in the depth. That's why I'm saying for for Paul, I I, I join you, Ivor. I mean, not Ivor, Leon. I I, I join you with that, you know. Um, Give give Paul a a chance to sit down and um, bring in Ramara Shepard. He's the vice captain. No. Bring in Shepard, but anyway. No, you can join the vice captain. The vice captain don't have to play. Remember, the captain was vice captain for Australia and that dropped. (laughs) So you don't have to play. Logie was vice captain for West Indies. You don't have to play. The book told you that. Because he played with the seven players, one of whom shall be named captain. He said nothing about vice captain. Do you think it's Sammy's fault? Folks, anybody feel Sammy's fault? No, he can't. But when you win, he he gets the credit. So now we lose, he has to be his fault. And and that's why why I opted for that coaching. Mm. Uh, our management is really overrated. <laughs> no, but some people to lose, lose one yes. because he been yeah. all this is his first start. So they, they lost. Eight, eight in a row or seven in a row? Seven. Right, they lost at the right time. It's yeah. okay, folks. Yeah, it's okay. He lost yeah. at the right time. You just lose one. So they get yeah, that one out the way. Now they're going and they're going to win straight they down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just for the record, uh, those of you who will be watching the match, remember that it is going to be late tonight as opposed to Monday, so that you don't miss it. Late tonight. So what time is that? Can you tell us that? You know, I think it. I think it. I think it'll be at midnight my time here. So it'll be about three a.m. your time. Three a.m. your time. Three a.m. your time tonight, Leon. That is the usual that's, time. That's the time normally starting. Yeah, oh, the West Indies. Yes. Yeah, the West Indies, Netherlands. I'm just reminding you. 
And the, the, the point I was making earlier about um, Ivor's comment about not needing coaching, and of course those commentators, one of the two commentators did make the point. Oh, at that level, that remember, they, at that level, we don't need yeah, no coach I, to be yeah. telling me how to go forward. No, no, no. Let me finish my point. My, my point is uh, it, something as basic as catching. And these guys muffed it so much. I reckon they do need coaching in that area. That's the point I'm making, uh, Ivor. A coach to tell you how to catch a ball at the high sure. level? No, yeah, sir. Sure. No, sir. If, if, no, sir. If, they, if they don't know how to do it at that level, then you have to tell them or teach them. Because clearly no, they don't need them. You 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 don't need You don't need You don't need them. You don't need I was watching an article today with cricket, with, with England woman cricket. That whoever coached them had, that when, when they won the World Cup, they lose it and lose it bad. This other coach take over and he found things that he do, he do different and train them this way and push them this way and they end up and go and win the World Cup. So when I say coach doesn't matter, to me it's foolish because it's not about catching or what. You have technique, okay, there's something. We can go out today and we can do certain exercises and we can do certain things. It's a lot of different things, different numbers teach you how to bat. But nobody can teach you how to bat at the time because you already reach the level. But the coach is out there and the coach takes England team to that World Cup, the woman team to that World Cup and make them win the World Cup. Before they had the other one, they, they ended up fire him because he wasn't doing good. And this other one take over and do three things different and get everybody to get up on the same like they were saying, everybody on the same level, you have this role and you have that role, and everybody was on the same role, and they ended up winning the World Cup. So when I say coach, no, nobody was saying, okay, you're going to be a coach to teach a man how to catch or not like that. He oh. have a lot more than teaching them how to catch when you go there because you have different things that they teach you to do outside there. And a coach can watch and see you making a mistake and see because lots of these Batman, you watch them. So it's just like um, the guy from Barbados, um, Smith, he used to get out of Coke and Coke and all in the IPL. And when he go over there, all of a sudden now, you see, stop, get out there and play shot different way because people work with him because they see his weak spot and they work with you. So that's, this is what the coach is out there for, to, to identify your weak spot and help you to work, work with that. Some bowler, same thing. You're bowling and forget in swing and out swing, no matter how much. A coach work with you, help you to do certain things. For, for improve on your, on your bowling or your batting. So the coach is any sport, even, even um, golf, they had a coaching. Every sport needs somebody behind of them. So it's, Virgil, it's very important Virgil, to have a coach. Permit me to engage you here, Virgil, because I am not saying, and I don't know who else is saying it, that coaches are not needed. But if you're going to tell me a coach is going to come in to teach you how to play forward defensive shots, how to catch? Then they're not. Needed. No. No, no, okay, no. Okay, no, so no, here's no. what I'm saying. So not like that. Let, let, let me, let me, let me. So hold on, hold on. Look at franchise cricket. You are telling me. I'm going to use one name. Bravo. Go back. 
He's going to play for Trinidad. He got a coach. He played for West Indies. He has a coach. He played for the the the, the, the Nevis Patriots. He has a coach. He goes to Canada playing another thing. He has a coach. He goes to the IPL. He has a coach. He goes around the world playing for a week here, two weeks to come to Florida, up here in the tournament, and he has a coach. So mm-hmm. you tell me that all of these coaches are singing out of the same hymn book? So when are you going to get these people confused with all this coaching while you're telling me that they need? Why you get picked into, into your franchise um, lineup? It's because they see you and you're good and they can work. Those guys just need to iron out things. The coaches, as far as I know, they are selectors. So they might have a good, uh, something good in putting teams together. They have the use, but it's not to teach you and tell you play foul defensive now. Or to tell you, they can shuffle up the teams. Like Liam just said it there. If it's the coach that Sammy tells Powell, who is a finisher, to go ahead of Holder, then he, he, he heard. I think that they're able to do things like these along with the captain. So you, they're needed for things like these. So Sammy made that bubble if he was involved in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would put Holder up like me and he's saying, I'm agreeing with him 100%. And leave it down until power. Listen, we need 31 from 15 balls. You can do it then. Exactly. And the time he did to go banging, so the time he did that, he made an error. Oh, uh, uh, um, Iva, hold, hold, hold a while yes. before I make an error. Let's put our hands together and welcome back Simon O'Brien, fresh from the Windrush country. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, welcome thank you, back. thank you, thank you, thank you, gentlemen and ladies. Thank you. Welcome back. Sure. We're back from the great country of Great Britain. Had a wonderful time, my family there. And now I'm back mm. with the Cricket Show. And hope with everyone had a wonderful question. last week. One and I'm hoping for a much better week this week. One question, Mr. Simon. Do you think Great Britain is still great? I do. It's always great. <laughs> just because of the name, Great Britain. <laughs> and, and, and you, you met up with, with, with our great lady, Tyson. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Hi, wonderful. Simon. What wonderful. wonderful. How are you doing? How are you? I'm good, Sorry thanks. Sorry we couldn't meet for tea, but my time was so short and had so many family and friends to see with my granddaughters. They wanted to see the whole country. So we couldn't do that in a few days. But next time we'll meet for tea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's good really talking, nice to you talking anyway. with you. Yes. Yes, really nice talking with you. Yes. Okay. Time was so short, and my two granddaughters, they both graduated, and I promised mm-hmm. them a gift to take them to my country to see the great country of Great Britain. So they enjoyed uh-huh. it, and they want to go back. I said, well, that was good. If they want to go back, they know that it is still great. <laughs> Good. Okay. Please enjoy Thank you, it. Simon. Thank you. Thank you, folks. We, we, we are happy you're back, Simon. Stay with us. I thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Ivan, let's switch to the England-Australia first test match. Yeah, you, you don't want to get Simon, Simon question, and we're just going okay, to start. Well, well, take a while. I was going to bypass it this week. Okay, Simon, you have a oh. question for us? Or you were on still on holidays? Simon, you have a question for us? Uh, he's on holiday. He's jet lagged. He's jet lagged. He's going back to his 
is uh, team. Okay, so folks, let's let's talk about the England Australia first Ashes Test match. Folks, England lost, and the England lost. The England they made three hundred ninety-three for eight declared and two seventy-three Australia. 386 and 282 for 8 declared. Australia winning by 2 wickets. Anyone who wants to come first? I'm sure just to give the details. When 8 wickets had fallen, everyone felt that England had won this. They had it wrapped up. But before I do that, let me bring in Jatsna. Good evening to you, Jatsna. Say hello to the panelists. Hello, good Jetsna. evening, everybody. Hope everything, Hi, everybody is doing okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. You won, Jetna. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> anything for us, anything special you want to mention? Uh, special lady. about uh, USA Women's uh, Intra-Regional started. Uh, they are playing very good. Okay. Right. So, themselves to be the best, of course. And a lot of participants, players are doing well. So I'm happy about that. Good score. Right. Over 150, you know, each team. So that is a good Good thing. Good score, thing, you know, good thing going there yeah, in Tampa. Good thing. <laughs> good thing. Yes, yes. They want to welcome back. Also. Jatin is back with us too. But let's talk about the first Ashes Test match. Jatin, you want to kick it off and tell me your thoughts, and then we'll just bring in the others. Jatin? Yes, I kicked it. It's a little bit exciting test match. It went a little bit wrong for the England with their, I call it overconfidence. They, the first I will say. They did it okay on declaration. They, what they were expected, they grabbed a couple of wickets by declaring early. But eventually, at the end of the test, anyone can feel like England could have avoided this uh, test defeat if they had continued their inning and put maybe another 20, 30 runs and uh, took some time off. But it's, uh, again, when we see this kind of result, competitive result, there is a lots of odds and out there and the people can uh, keep continue talking different way, different opinion, but I think they did best and uh, give a credit to Australia that uh, they did uh, manage under pressure situation, even like that ninth wicket, unbroken uh, un- partnership is the key in a really a troublesome time when uh, two ballers, including captain, hang in there to take to the victory, and that, that's the beauty of this game. You have to take every opportunity possible, and whoever performs well under the pressure, they usually end the winning. Ivor, you want to come back? Yes, of course. Um, I'm going to say kudos to Australia in hanging in there and winning this test match, which is going to tell me test match cricket is alive and well and going to be here forever, and day. I'm going to say kudos to the England skipper for playing cricket the way you ought to be played because people are complaining. You play cricket for five days and the result is a drama. 
We are looking at a declaration because we know the declaration was on the first day. Move that aside, and you're going to give, give the score that you heard there, almost 400 runs. And if you know that they declared for the same amount of runs, one hour before lunch on the second day, you still take that. So for those who are criticizing the declaration, I would say let's look into cricket and give the English coaches, captain, and team for this brand of cricket where they're saying we're going to win a match or we're going to lose a match, and no head's going to rule if we lose it. I saw nothing at all with the declaration. It just happened on the first day when they tried to pry out a wicket in the last hour. The two opening one and um, Lambichet, they decided they're not going to. So that's okay. Kawaja, yes. So they gave themselves a chance to pry out a wicket. It didn't happen. And the game played, they're knowing that rain was about. That was always in the forecast. And the last time, they did everything in the powers to give the Patriots a victory. Anybody could have won this match. I mean, in the end, Australia won it. And by the way, I think they've won the Ashes some six times. England has won it four times. England mm-hmm. has given themselves a chance of winning this test match with everything they did. I think they batted rather poorly in the second inning, which could have made a difference. So the first inning, I would not knock that at all, at all, at all, at all. That was setting the, the, the tone. I'm putting it in Australia. I'm not fearful of you. I'm going to take this run that we made in quick time and put you under pressure. And they did because they won the first inning. But the second inning is what let them down. And then the partnership, let's go ahead and give it to the captain. And here's where I'm going to take the box for Liam. Everybody bats, not everybody bowls. Here is the captain who is spearhead of a bowling attack. Came and played a captain's knock mm-hmm. with eight wickets down. Picked that box. He led from the front, made the test match one that the historian is going to talk about for years. years mm-hmm. ago. They won it without the Steve Smith, the Warners, the, the big guns who were supposed to do it. Who was his partner? An off spinner. Everybody bats again, Leon. Take your box mm-hmm. again, Leon. Everybody bats. Take the box. Everybody bat. So the time came for them to bat. They forgot all about bowling. They forgot about feeling. They forgot about everything except Australia. We need to win a match. Let's stick in here and let's get it done. He went down to the wire. It was a great test match. <laughs> Kudos to this test match. Thanks. Dennis. Let me go behind Ivan. Can you know me completely different than what Ivan said there? England's biggest mistake <laughs> is bending the clear. And I'm going to tell you something. The next four, the next four, next, the next four test matches, I guarantee you, anyone in the team that back first, they will never declare under no 400 runs. I don't see what nobody said. They will never declare. They tell you something. If England will go on and make even 450 out Australia for even three something, they have runs in the mood. They could have bat or whatever runs they have. They have even like 220, they have, and they have 400 in the lead, they have 320 to begin to win. That was their biggest downfall, is to declare. Score a little bit more, because the runs will score fast. You said the runs will score fast, you have enough time, don't declare. You never declare, and I can guarantee you, the next four test match, they will never do make that mistake again. 
Dennis? Uh, one team should take but, a nine version. Mm-hmm. You have to the rain was always in the let, forecast. Let, let Dennis come in. So, so, Dennis. Dennis. Yeah, doesn't matter. Mm. They will, they will not declare again. None of the teams. I, mm. Well, I Go think ahead, I see it. I think I see it similar to Virgil. You know, remember I described the declaration in my terms as idiotic. I think it was an idiotic declaration at that stage. And speaking of, you know, performance, you have two batters such as Bearstow and Moinali charging down the wicket, T20 style, to do what? And get themselves out um, stumped. That was crazy, crazy, crazy play. And in the long run, I just don't understand. You know, I, I rebuke Ben Stokes' declaration because that set that climactic final day in motion. I say commiserations to Ben, and I hope that the lesson was not lost on him because that declaration was very, very dumb, and he paid the price <laughs> for it. And I will see what happened in the next test. And like Virgil said, I don't expect to see that kind of declaration done again, despite whatever they may say, because they don't want to look foolish by saying, oh, we're going to change our tactics. They'll stick with it. But I doubt if their actions will be um, similar to the last test match, Liam. So, well yes, done, Audley. Audley, come on yes. in, Audley. Yes, um, yeah, yeah um, I, I look at it myself. I know that... Um, England, they are playing a different brand of cricket now. It's called buzz cricket. And uh, I don't know if you guys know why it's buzz called ball. buzz cricket. Buzz ball. Buzz ball. Buzz ball. You, I don't know, you know why it's called buzz ball? Okay. Um, that's yeah, the was... nickname for Brandon McCollum. That's the nickname. Yeah. His, they call him Brandon buzz, buzz McCollum. Buzz yeah, right. Okay. Right. So because he's the coach and he changed the brand of cricket that is playing McCollum. I was wondering why. Uh, mm. to myself. So I, I, I looked it up, right? I, I Googled and then I, I, I read upon it. So yeah, it's because of that, because of one, what is this they're talking about? So it's just his nickname and because he's running the side now as a coach, they call it that, that name, Buzzball. Right. Oh, so um, I, I personally, I, I personally um, think myself that I, I can see what I was saying, I can, and I think I can read Ben Stokes' head. I'm, I'm a prophet and this same one. <laughs> but is that the whole intention is to um, use that, that, that little time in the evening um, when, when the, 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 the tail of the bowlers will be up to try and snatch two or three quick wickets um, the first day. Um, but it did not happen. But take it in mind that it was only the first day and, we, and, and they were still under 400 runs. I, as a captain, right. I think I, I would think about it if my side is not all out because their eight wickets were down. But I, if we were not all out, I think I would think about first thing in the morning or maybe if they're still batting, yeah. half an hour before, before I would put them in. Because although there's a rain in the forecast, but those runs were made very fast. Right, um, you know, yes. it's almost 400 in less, in less than a day for one team, and then enough for the next team to uh, score. As was it 30 or what without loss? Um, but um, you know, that's what makes for exciting cricket, and and I have to join it either. Chess cricket is alive and well, and it's because of the sort of declaration that Stokes did. Why people always come? You you, you look at the, 
the, the ground, it was, I know, I know the ashes always get support, but I mean, like, it was alive, it was kicking and, and stuff like that, and not until um, the, the captain and, uh, and, and, and the spinner there came, came, lions came together, even then it was a big uncertainty, but when, when um, the, the uh, former captain there bowled at over that, they took 14 runs off it, that changed the direction of the game, right? And and um, from there, it was a fight until it became easy for, for, for the others, so to speak, when eventually they won. But it, it was a game that was going right down. It went down to the wire. It, it wasn't something that was drawn out, although they were only supposed to make like, um, say, 282. Um, it was not a foregone conclusion. It was not over until the final over when it was, when it was bowled, when they won. And this is how the cricket we want to know, yes? They may, they, they may lose that one, but I don't think it's going to change the way that they play cricket. And I think I'll agree with Virgil. I don't think they're going to, they would want to make the same sort of declaration on the first day um, to, to, you know, give Australia such, such a fighting chance. But it's good cricket, believe me. I go, and my boy, coach, my boy, coach, Kawaja, come on in, coach. Go to the just hold, just hold on a Let me finish. Let me finish. Let, 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 let yeah, me finish. Let me, time is done, sadly. Time is running out. Yeah, let, let me finish. My, my, my boy Kawaja, my, my boy Kawaja, I love the way he's playing. And even if Australia would have lost the match, I would like to see Kawaja make a hundred in both innings. Back to you. Amen. How about you, Donna? Quick. Donna, come on in. Yes. Yes, sir. Last week I said that I was going to say about the declaration of the court, but then I couldn't see why he did it. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Badly. Okay, so I wasn't in favor of the declaration at first, but then I saw the sense where he wanted to go. But then it ended up hurting him in the end. Because yes. if he had more runs to play with, he might have won the game. And less and time. And so yes. when I was watching on the last day, I think a new ball was due. He put and the he, guy to ball when he got a wicket, and I think he should have taken that new ball after the yes. wicket. But he did not. And I think that was another thing why they were not able to get those other two wickets. That 14 one over that he got off root, I think that's what saved the game for Australia. Root. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Root. Oh, they should have taken that new ball because it was mm. due. After he got the wicket, he has to continue with him. Good point. Good point. Right. Very good. Okay. So that's my input. Thank you. Coach, you're Coach, 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 I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. First thing, let's say first thing, check out this India West Indies test in West Indies and let's see the stands, how many West Indians are we are looking in a crowd. That will tell you, you can compare the test cricket in West Indies 30 years back and today. Number two, we see Class is going up. I can tell you one thing for sure. Even somebody says test cricket is not going to die, then it's losing the quality for sure. Look at this. They're playing like a T20. That's a nonsense. That's not a class test cricket itself. 
last one. Have you seen this test? When the Khwaja got out, there was no slip, and we see a different format. The cordon in front of the batsman surrounded completely. Looks like in 178 years of test cricket, I would say, the history of cricket, let's say, since 1845, have you ever seen this kind of joke? No doubt they got succeed. They got a change. And this is what we want to learn. They're going to start putting reverse sweep and all T20 shots in test cricket. I think better play T20. Forget the test. Okay. Well, just, just to mention... Again, that's your opinion. Wait, wait. Only, 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 give me a chance. I mean, they want to play T20. doesn't matter whether you put them in a white, whether you put them in a red ball. They don't care. They want to play T20. And that yes. is what they're losing the fans. Yes. But this is what Boycott said that Stokes and the other guys are mashing up England cricket. They take the, the Ashes as a exhibition matches. And England yeah. want to win test matches, not to, to make them exhibition. So that's his comment. And Can I make a comment here, Leon? Can I make Go a ahead. comment? Go ahead. Look, we are, li- we, are, we are listening to a man, yes, he has his say, I agree, he really has his say, but we are listening to a man who took three days. He batted in the West Indies, right? I remember he batted, and he went in the night before, before, before it closed, facing up to Harlan Griffith, and he finished in Natal. And the next day he batted all day, finishing on 99. And the next, the following day, he was out on 99. So he bat three different days to make 99, right? So we need somebody else to talk about cricket and winning away from Jeff Boyko because he would kill the game. Yes, That's he it. Let's, let's, let's okay. put it, gentlemen. Um. England, India are touring the West Indies. They're going to play. Yeah, then go give, give me two minutes. Ali, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you back to nineteen sixty eight. So the same Jeff Boycott would have led England to a win in nineteen sixty eight when the great Sir Garfield Sobers declared that in him. Mm-hmm. That happened in, in India. India. No, 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 no. He was against England when Sobers declared Trinidad. Boycott was the one who made it and won the match. 1968. Mm. I'm not going to forget that. Graham Smith did the same thing. Boycott. Graham Smith did the same thing. Graham Smith declared against Australia twice. I don't know how you all going to forget that now. Twice he did it. And at the SCG, gave Australia 288 runs to make, and Australia made it. Nobody killed him. This is where Test cricket wins. Sometimes you have to do this thing to eke out a win. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It doesn't always happen. Yeah, but that, Michael that's Clark second, declared. That, that, Michael that, Clark declared an inning. No, Michael Clark declared his first inning chasing around and behind under the to give him enough time turn around and win yes. the match. Yes. So he didn't yes. have to go. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Right. I'm gonna make two fifty. Declare my inning. Give them the fifty ones on the problem and came. I can win the match. These yes. are yes, I remember that. These are gentlemen. Mm-hmm. 
So we talk about it. We testing. England would have won that match. Hold on. One more. One last thing about it. If England would have won that match, would we have been saying the same thing that they declared too early? No, no, no. Exactly. Two things. If England would have batted for more ones in the second inning, forget about the first inning now. They faster in there in the second inning. And then, like Tano was saying here, when they had a chance to do other things to pile that eight wicket. Change the new ball. And yeah, they didn't do that. They faltered. Change and get that the new ball. That right. match, it was because of the declaration on the first day. Let's get it straight. That's not where the match was lost. Second mm-hmm. inning, okay. inning. Let's switch, and the time in. Let's switch to the West Indies tour of India. India are coming to the Caribbean and they will be playing two test matches, three ODIs and five T20. India tour of the West Indies. You said West Indies tour of in, India. India tour of the West Indies. India tour of the West Indies. Correction. Yeah. Um, July the 12th to August the 13th. Two test matches, three ODIs and five T20. The big, big question that has been asked, they dropped, they dropped Odara from the test team and brought in the two youngsters, Virgil Man, yeah, the guy quad, and um, Jaiswal, Jaiswal. Sander Paul? Yeah, the little Sander Paul son. Yeah. Oh, that's very good, that's very good. He's in the test side. But, but no, 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 Adi, what Adi was telling you is that West Indies versus India, how you gonna, India versus, no, no, how you gonna. No, um, no, no, Leon said West Indies tour of India, and I said yeah, India yeah, tour West of the West Indies. West Indies. Get but it no, good. he's so, right. No, he's India tour of the West Indies. No, no, he's okay. right. No, no, Adi, no. listen this. You go and watch the game, and you see more Indians inside there than West Indians. <laughs> so he's no, when, right. when it comes to Florida. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Florida. I made an error. No. no. Minor issues. Let, let's, let's talk about it. Okay, we we um have the two sides. Pajara, Pajara was left out. Pajara it might be up in age, but he's um second most productive scorer in the Indian he's side. Thirty five. And he just thirty eight. Thirty six. Thirty six or thirty eight. But my point is, do you guys have an issue that, that India can afford to do that, right? Anyone no, they punished the punish Pujaro so, because they lost the test match in the he, world. He's not, he's, not, he's not the only one that loses. He's the only one dropped. Leon, yeah. he's the mm. only one they left out. So that but means, he's not the only one who failed. Exactly, but he's the only but he's the only one who left out. So they're punishing him. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? All of them failed. The whole all the debating unit failed, but they dropped him alone. That's not right to him. That's not fair. Okay. Right. I, I don't think it's but fair neither. So I, I, the only thing I have to mm-hmm. say with this with this, let me address um Dennis. Um not Dennis. Um Jaden. If you're looking to see crowd down there, India don't depend on the crowd to make their money. That's why they make money. The TV rights is what's going to make the money, and they like coming to the West Indies because they're going to make even more money playing in the West Indies than even going to other places. Because it's still the second team. West Indies still the second team for most of these people. They want to see the West Indies. And in Trinidad and Guyana, they're going to. Right, so the people and even alone. Here. Forget about the, the, the crowd now. West Indies 
I've been home and watched cricket on the TV now. They're going to bars. TV has... We cannot talk about yesteryears when we had a transistor radio and we in the park with a transistor radio. Now people sit on home and watch these things on TV. But we too, Facebook too, man. Everybody doing it. That's my take yeah. on, 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 on the West Indies. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. they, don't, they don't make money from attendance because what they would have charged for... West Indies not winning no game. If West Indies was winning game, people would have put themselves out there. But the way how these guys playing, like, all for themselves, People don't want to go and watch West Indies games when they play with a test match, T20 or what. Most of these guys, you, you still a little bit of people inside there, but they would not go and leave their work and go and watch this game because West Indies game does not care about the people of the Caribbean. They only care about themselves. If they was caring about the people who go and watch them, it would be a big difference. People would have really attend the game in it. Okay, Virgil. Just August 12th and 13th would be the two matches in the beautiful city of Lauder Hill. So take note, August 12th and 13th. Jatin, any comments? Jatin, any comments? Not punished. The Pujara is not punished. Technically, he is playing in the English county, and everyone knows that he is too good when it comes to the test cricket. But at the same time, looking at the West Indies uh, falling at this point, and this young blood needs the opportunity and chances, and that is what the Jaiswal got in. Another positive point, believe it or not, Jaiswal will be making the test debut in West Indies. And in the lineup, when you see the Indian lineup, there is no left-handers at the top. And this is what they are trying to mix it up to continue the West Indian ballers. Another thing. If I have to compare between Pujara and Jaiswal at this point for upcoming series, I think Jaiswal is in a better position to take care of the fast bowling from West Indies because he's a young, he has the footwork, he has the strokes, where the Pujara can kill the time and stay there, but probably not good productive in terms of the runs. And that is what these people made the adjustment. So in this part, I will not hesitate to see Jaiswal coming at number three as a left-hander to bat instead of Pujara. And then definitely when it comes to the ODI, I will not surprise Gaikwar and Jaiswal both coming in because that's like uh, they have proved, especially Gaikwar is doing really well for last two years in first class, which is the local uh, regional event as well as IPL. And he deserves the chance. At the same time, Jason, I Jason, think they are I investing in Jason. Can yeah. I engage you, Jason, a little bit? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, me. Good. Do, do you know one Sunil Gavaska? You know, you know Sunil Gavaska? Jason? Oh, you mean? Yes, know him. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, but I'm asking Jason. I want him to answer himself. Do you yeah. know Jason? Yeah. Do you know? Do you, do, do, do you believe in anything that he, he says? Or do you believe his opinion? Battle? What do you think? Well, it is that they are playing, I would say, the West Indies series look also, right? You can see there's a lot of uh, players in this squad which are coming at West Indies. I would say they are testing their bench. It is opportunity for the lot of players who are not in the front line, let's say. I, you cannot distribute in India like who is front line and who is secondary line, but they are trying to 
make a stand by giving the opportunity. And I will not surprise like Bisnoy, the new baller Mukesh Kumar will get opportunity to play in the West Indies because they are equally well when you compare on the paper at this point for the West Indies. And that, that is so it's like not about punishing or this is a short tour, one month tour actually have so much cricket and I believe they need the young legs and that's what they have made these changes. Okay, okay. Well, this was the great Sanil Gavaskar said. Sanil Gavaskar slams selectors for dropping Sahishwar Pujara and ignoring Safara's hands. He went on to say quickly, and I'm going to do it quickly. Former Indian captain Sanil Gavaskar has lashed out at the national selectors for making Pujara the scapegoat and ignoring the prolific um, score in Safara's um, camp. For the can. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. Is he said so, and I believe him. Yes, he, I read it this morning. As he said, he said, they're making a scapegoat and they're dropping him. Yes. He should know. That's what he said. He, he said, said, so. said that. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But he says no, so beat up on him. <laughs> he said, I believe so, yeah. him too. That's why I brought it up. That's why I brought it up. I read it. I, the whole thing I read it. I read it. Yeah, the whole thing is, let's say, Let's say whether he is punished, left out, missed out, mm-hmm. I don't care. To me, he is out of but roster the guy, and he got to work for you to get back. That's all. And, <laughs> and, only and call him more runs than him. He's not like this, this, this guy, guy comes off. This young guy can't. He has been making a whole lot of runs in the round the trophy for, the year, for, for a couple of years now. And that's, he's not even calling on the say, Arnie, why, why would you have it if you're making the motion and you're picking the right, out of the, out of the idea? Is this what Gambaska said? He said, you're picking yeah, the yeah. yeah. for a yeah. 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 And this guy can make in all his runs, you leave him out. Let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you. If you recall 1971 series, Sunil Gavaskar came to West Indies. Without any international experience, right? So mm-hmm. now, I believe after that, let me tell you, after that, India has tried about five times sending a youngster to see if they can start the business. How about that? Out of that, I will say they succeed two more times after Gavaskar, and this will be the sixth time I see the youngster is inserted into the roster to see if he can take care of the challenge and make his life out of it. I will take it. The reason for that, if he's too good against all those ballers in IPL, and if he is a potential, let's test it with the toughest environment because it will gonna give the advantage both ways, what the team needs as a left-hander, and what the left-hander is capable to do against this balling because of his stroke plays, I think it's a perfect setup. But what about Safari again? That that making all these ones. Why not try him? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, he needs to come back. Yeah. Go. 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 Before, as we're running out of time, I just wanted to bring to the attention of our panelists and, of course, our listeners that Cricket West Indies says that for the Ireland Women's Series to be the first ever televised women's series in the Caribbean. That means they have announced that West Indies, the Ireland Women's Series, which begins tomorrow, 
We'll yes. be the first ever televised women's series in the Caribbean, mm -hmm. starting in St. Lucia on the 26th. The yes. full six-match series will be broadcast li exclusively live on Flow Sports, Fan Code, Whoa. BT Sports, ESPN, Super mm. Sports, and Sky New Zealand. And for those in the Caribbean who is not able to get to those, they are also being streamed live on the Cricket West Indies YouTube. The wow. fees and gate charges are very, very, uh, in, uh, you know, affordable. If you can travel, if you can get to the ground, tickets at discounted price, U.S. $6, 16 Caribbean, and so on. Children and seniors, I think, are paying about half price. So it is well um, in it is well there. It is coming up shortly tomorrow, June, tomorrow Monday, June the 26th, 10 a.m. Caribbean and 9 a.m. Jamaica time, which will probably be somewhere in the region of midday or thereabouts my time over here. So mm -hmm. Cricket West Indies, women versus Ireland, playing three, two ODIs, three ODIs and three T20s beginning tomorrow. So make a note and don't and one other because... place you can find one other place you can find is on Facebook. Do, do the okay. search and you can find it. Ivor Ivor let me know that he, um he, he let me into it. Now I can watch cricket again when I'm in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Facebook. Okay. Just go into go right, into the so... search. Go into the search and then um put in the, the teams playing and then you'll just watch it live. Pick it up in Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Live. Awesome, awesome. Um, yes, I had that, I'd had that earmark to bring them, but yes, you, but just quickly to tell you the, the, um, the India touring team, Roy Sharma, the test team, Roy Sharma, Captain, Guy Pod, Jaiswal, Ashwin, Patel, Aksa, Patel, uh, Chicken, Bharat, the keeper, Tako, Onkadat, Kuma, Gil, Subman Gil, exciting little player, one is seen badly. Gil, um, Cody, Rahani, very exciting player. And my player, Ravinja, the Deja. Ishan Kash, Kishan. Ishan Kishan, wicked yeah. keeper. Siraj, no, no, yeah, the wicked keeper, Batman, yes. Mm. And this then Mohin, so Sirag, and uh, Nevat Jeem Saini, Saini, Saini. No, no, no uh, Shaman. No Shami. They're resting him too. No, they are, he's been rested. He's been rested. He's been rested. They, they, they announced yeah. that Shami yeah. and, and a couple of them <clears throat> have been rested. So they weren't expected when, to be in the side. And by the way, Pajara turned 35 last January. So he's just 35. So um, we were we were saying that they might be feeling the second team, but no, this is the full strength team. So we we have all we still have the work cut out. Any other points, guys? My 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 point with that, Leon, is that India don't have a second team. Any team that India picks is a is a full strength team. They might have some of their front line players, but these guys. They are, they, are over, they are overflowing the talent. They are overflowing the yeah. talent. There's vast population. 
and mm-hmm. and the, the amount of people that play the game in India, they don't have a second team. Mm-hmm. My, my opinion. Yeah, yeah they have replacement. They have replacement. They no have replacement. They have deep benches. And just to yeah, I just, I just want to say um, for the young Chandapal, um, I don't know his name. You call his name. I'm glad that India picked him. Yeah, I'm glad that India picked him, and I hope, I hope he do, I hope he do well. Cause I just love to see that that guy is a special image of Chandapal. So I'm happy for him. I hope he, he looks like him and he bats like him. Yes, yes. The only way, the only difference, he doesn't, he doesn't cross like twist sideways in, 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 in the wicket. But he do yes, everything. Yeah. He do everything like Chandapal. Every single he thing. Whether he does he bat or whatever. So I believe in Chandapal, son. I don't believe in Chandapal, son. He doesn't take the bail and found in his. Somehow, if you check his DNA, I believe he's trying to pass the son, but he does everything I'm trying to pass, which I'm happy for him, because he really deserves his day. Okay, folks, so we come to the end of another wonderful show. We're going to have Jake in June to give us his final thoughts, followed by Heisen. Well, that's much. Something in the background sounds like it's raining. Somebody yeah, yeah, is coming to somebody. I'm going to go to Tornados. I'll take off. I'm going to go to Tornados. I'm taking off. Okay. Thank right, you so thank much, Jatin. Thank you so Okay, that, that, that was coming from Jatin. That's why I was bringing him first. Okay, hi, oh, Okay, okay. Hi, Sin. Come Say, on yes. in, my Hello, you can hear me. Final thought. Yes, indeed. You Loud are and clear. Uh, yes, wonderful show. As I'm saying, as you you said everything, I did enjoy the cricket between um, England and Australia. Although I wanted England to win, in the end it was so exciting. I didn't care who win, <laughs> but it was lovely. Cricket was the winner. Cricket. Yeah, cricket. yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was. It was so exciting. Anyway, I just want to say, want to thank each and every one for all the information. I am learning so much and thoroughly enjoying it. Might not be saying anything, but I'm taking it all in. So once again, thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. And see you next week. God's willing. See you, God. How about... Oh, Thank you so much, Tyson. How about you, Murphy? Come on in, my dear. Once again, beautiful, informative, fun cricket show. So good night, everyone. See you again next week. Same time, same place. God's willing. Have a good night. God's willing. Good night. Here is a commercial we made, we Murchis made years ago. Oh. <laughs> well, I did enjoy the show this morning and, uh, you know, all the other mornings, Saturday morning. And we'll be tuning in tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening on the Sunday evening show, 6 to 9 p.m. So come on, come oh, on. Right. Tell your neighbor. Yeah, on 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sunday. So, on that note, I have bid you farewell so long until not goodbye. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> Donna, can you better that? Come on in, bed, Donna. <laughs> you got a better that now. Uh, we have it recorded. Donna, once, Donna, twice, yes. Donna, sweet. Yes, yes come I'm on here. in. I'm happy that I was able to put in my little two cents. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not as great as you guys, but 
I know a little bit. I'm glad that I can contribute. We appreciate it. Yeah. Virgil, can we hear you finally? Yeah. Well, um, happy for little young chance to pause the play for India and looking forward for this other match coming up, West Indies game, all the qualifying game of them. So hope, hope we can get you and, and speed you to go to the, to the World Cup. And looking forward to watch all the game this week. To each and every one of you, good night until we talk again next week. Simon, thank you so much, Virgil. Simon, your final thoughts? My final thought is it was a wonderful, wonderful show as usual. And we get so much better, much, much better. Have yourself a wonderful evening, everyone, and a wonderful week. And we will see each other back on the show next week, Sunday. Have a wonderful week. Good night, all. Good night to you. Thanks. Thanks. I'm glad to have you back, my brother. Take good care. Good night. Give Irma all regards. How about you, Ivan? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Iver, well, six more, yes, six more days for June because I'm going to push you out of the way on Saturday. When Saturday. Like mm-hmm. So, folks, for you folks who are enjoying June, enjoy all of it. You still have one week left. Three o'clock, I'm going to call all of you guys' numbers tonight so we can will the West Indies on to victory at 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Dennis, you, you're going to escape. It's going to be 12 for you, so when I call you, mm-hmm. you'll be early. West Indies yeah, winning I... the World Cup, gentlemen. Be not afraid. We're going to go all the way. We lost oh, one match we supposed to lose. Make it a good week, gentlemen. Please. How about you? Jatna, your final thoughts, my dear. <laughs> Uh, have a good evening whole, whole week. Um, uh, stay safe, I should say. Um, and um, it was great show. See you next Sunday again. Yeah, indeed. We are glad you're back with us. And stay safe as well. Yeah. And give yeah. Weston some luck tonight or tomorrow morning. Which one? Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Jatna. How about you, Audley? Your final thoughts, and then we have Dennis to wrap up and tell us where they can yes, meet uh, before the yeah, time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. my stay, of course. It's a, some very interesting conversation. A lot of mm-hmm. informa- information dis- 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 disseminated, and um, this is this is what we want. This is what we love. We, we, just, we just love the game, and we want to continue, 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 continue. But you know. That's why, Mr. Francis, I, I like sometimes sometimes when we, we give you a little trouble, you have to call, call. Oddly, 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 oddly. That's okay. <laughs> make it nice. <laughs> all right. All right. So have a, one, yeah, have a wonderful and blessed week one and all. Before I go, let me leave you a thought. I'm not quite sure if I agree with everything here, but um, Marie Curie says, nothing, is li- nothing in, in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Some things are rather not to understand it at all. Let us run. <laughs> Amen. But have yourself a wonderful, wonderful week. God you do likewise, my brother. Next week. Glad to have you back. Yes. Come on in, Dennis. Thanks. And remember to tell yeah. the folks where they can meet the best, bestest. I'm going to give you another name. The bestest show on the Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah, Ivor said that uh, it was okay for me. I, my midnight start for the West Indies match tonight means I get absolutely no sleep at all, whereas 
you can get to bed now and wake up in time. So anyway, <laughs> that's there, here nor there. Um, so uh, tell, as, as uh, Murcher said, tell your neighbors, come on, come all to the bestest Saturday morning entertainment show in the United States. That's the Caribbean Global Voice, the Saturday morning entertainment, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voice. Once again, Caribbean Global Voice. Join them by calling 1563-999-3693. The most awesome entertainment you will have ever missed. Thank you, Leon, and back to you. Thank you so much. Oh, it was a pleasure. An absolute delight to be the host of the show. Looking forward to be back next week, God's willing. And stay safe. Give Western some luck tonight or tomorrow morning. Good night, all. Good night. Have a blessed and don't, <laughs> don't forget Western Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dennis. You're what, saying something. What, just re- just reminding West Indies women versus Ireland women tomorrow. It's all available on all these various uh, broadcast channels. So set your clock. Uh, listen to uh, Virgil's song. Get him. 
the gully. Give them, give them shoes, give them shoes. Come on the left side, what up? Come on the offside, what up? Come with the bumpster, what up? Boodoo, what up? Kitty, cut up. Come with the common and we lick down the bowling. Come with the common and we lick down the bowling. Come with the common and we lick down the bowling. Come with the common and we lick down the bowling. Come with the common and we lick down the bowling. Come with the common and we lick down the bowling. Come with the common and we lick down the bowling. Come with the common and we lick down the bowling. The first time she come to the wicked West Indian say what he know about cricket. Looking so manga, looking so young. Send him back to be tasa drum. But straight back she's very worried about that. Going forward a playing back and she begin to deliver. Runs begin to come in a river. Man, he making 50 like nothing. Man, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Man. When he make a hundred in beige and tongue. Shim the dung and he kiss the ground. Man. Father came Raj, mother woman. Man. The proudest people in Guyana. A five foot ten tiger.